Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Slew Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. As the uh, character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lincoln, I play back on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speak. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callies. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah! Hi, sisters. This is Joy from Southern California. You're not here, and neither am I. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. We didn't want to waste the bullets. What's up, podcast world? This is Robert from the Bay, a.k.a. The Archer, and you're listening to the Sister Speak podcast with my ladies, Sister J, a.k.a. The Samurai, and Sister K, the ringleader. Hi, this is Jackie calling from the San Francisco Bay Area, and on behalf of the Sister Speak family, this is just a public service announcement to remind you not to eat while watching The Walking Dead, because, you know, tainted meat. Tainted meat, y'all. Hey everyone, this is Tammy calling from New Jersey, and just like a walker, if the sisters take breaks, I'll get the shakes. Welcome to Sister Speak The Walking Dead, where we discuss season 5 of the AMC series The Walking Dead from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 43. Let's get started. Okay. Alright, we are... Trying this bullshit for the second time. I say operator error. That's what I say. I know you say that, but there's something that happened. Technical difficulties, we had some people. T- okay, so we are here to talk about The Walking Dead Season 5, t- uh, Episode 13, titled Forget. And we're forgetting <clears throat> all the other shit and have to do this a second time. We're going to have to re- <laughs> we're redoing this whole fucking recap a second time because... Something happened to the recording operator error. when we were recording the other day. <laughs> and I'm sure all of y'all heard echoes of cussing all the way mm. across the world. Okay, but well, let's get to it. <clears throat> so, it's going to feel like we've said this shit twice, but okay. Um, so, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> not for you guys, but for us. We, if we have a pause moment for a second, like, did we already say that? Just excuse us. Hey. So, anyway, so... I'm sure we won't be saying the same thing. 
Anyway, um, so we start off the episode with Sasha mm-hmm. not being able to sleep, looking around the room she's in, which I th- we don't know. I mean, I'm assuming she's in the same house. But I she don't seems know. by herself. Yeah, she seems to be by herself, so maybe they've already moved to their respective houses. And she's and those houses are too damn big. I would not want to be in the house by myself like that. It wouldn't bother me at all. And she's not in the bed. She's on, like, the floor of the she's living room. She's on the floor. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's looking around at all the, the pictures of people that lived there before. Mm-hmm. And that would kind of bother me, too. <clears throat> so the next day we see her checking out a gun, talking to Olivia. And she goes out in the woods and sets up all those pictures for target practice. And really, it's not target practice. She's trying to make noise and shit. But she's got her silencer on, though. Yeah. So if she wanted to make a bunch of noise, she would have just taken it off. She probably didn't want to wake the other people. That's true. But she is looking around. So as soon as she takes Mm -hmm. a shot, she's looking around like, okay. And she looks stone crazy, too. (laughs) Damn. Sister girl looking crazy. Mm, mm, mm. Well, she's looking, but I am thinking, wow, it is awful doggone quiet around there. It is quiet. And if I recall that scene, there's no noise. There's no birds chirping. There's no little crickets cricketing or, or you know, no noise. Insect noise or nothing. There are birds. Well, I, I didn't hear that. no birds. And I do rem- uh, yeah. There were birds, and I think she was, like, flashing to zombies and stuff. Mm -hmm. But nothing came up. So she's looking around. Each shot she takes, like, where the hell are the walkers? I'm asking the same question. Where the hell are the walkers at? We ain't really seen any walkers except when they went in the gate. That's true. Just one lone one. Okay. Anyway, so then she um, finally stops shooting everything, and she goes over to the stump and just sits there and says, come and get me. Mm-hmm. So either she's trying to fight or she's trying to get bit. She's trying to fight. She wants. She's angry. She wants to fight something. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's mad. She she's still sad about you know the people that they've lost, but she's mad also. She's just angry. She's yeah. angry all the time. So that's what that's about. She 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 doesn't have a death wish. I hope not. Because that believe. ends up killing up ever anybody. Yeah, I don't other people. I don't believe that's. That's what that behavior was. So then we get um, Rick, Carroll, and Daryl in the woods by that house where he put his gun in the blender lid thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I see, this is why I didn't get to. Okay, if you hit a gun there and it's gone, why would you go back there for your secret meeting? Well, because it's away from the the compound. It's far enough away from the compound that they can't be seen. Well, my point is, if you had a gun stashed and it's gone, obviously someone knows where your stash is. Well, Rick, ain't, they ain't concerned about that. Hell, they'll kill you first before you kill them. Anyway, you're not getting my point. Yeah, I got your point, but I mean, it's it, 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 it's it's silly point. No, it's not. If you know someone knows where you stashed some shit... Why would you go back there and have a secret fucking meeting? Obviously, somebody knows where your shit is, you know, where you go and leave shit. So don't go to the same place to have a secret meeting talking about, let's go steal some fucking guns. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. But they go back to the same place with all that junk and shit. Anyway, we're basically talking about, let's steal some guns from the armory. Carol's telling them, look, they got so much shit stashed in there, they don't know what they got. 
She said they don't know what they got. She's naming off all the guns. And Rick is like, look, we got to do it before they start watching us because it's, you know, while they ain't looking at us too close. So Carol says, look, when they're not watching, I will leave the window open and then later we can go back and get the guns. And Daryl's, he's kind of like, well, what happens if they catch the, the lock is not, you know, why, what if it happens if they lock it back up? She's like, well, we'll just wait a couple more days. And we'll mm-hmm. try it again, but we got to try. And so um, there's a walker coming up and apparently they had said, oh, let's go take Carol out target shooting or, you know, shooting. So she says, hey, let me take care of it. And she starts shooting it all in the body and stuff. And then she finally shoots it in the head. And you're like, what the hell, Carol? We know you can shoot better than that. And she finally just turns to Rick and says, hey, I couldn't come back with a full mag. I'm supposed to be out here target shooting. They're like, good idea. So when they walk up on that walker, they see he has a W carved in his forehead. Mm-hmm. Carved. Carved knife. So not only did someone take the time to do that shit, they let the walker keep on walking. They well, didn't kill it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> or else they carved it in there before it became a walker. Oh, no, that's a good point. Now, that, that was, that's what I thought happened. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Like, you know, branding, any other, any other kind of branding. They would have done that, I think. I didn't think of it that way. I thought of it as, now, they did it as a Somebody's going to carve some shit in your forehead. They, they intend for you to suffer. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I just assumed that it was done or before it, they were made walker. Or make it a warning to somebody. Nah, uh, uh, well... We'll never know. Anyway. So then we get um, back to, uh, they go back to the, I want to say Woodbury, but it's not Woodbury. It's Alexandria. Alexandria. And Michonne is in the house putting on her constable uniform, which is It looks really terrible. ugly. <laughs> I know. I was she say. got a shirt on with a man's tie. And they've done split this jacket in the back and laced it up like some like some porno bustier or something. Why well, gotta be a porno bustier? That's who wears that shit. Oh, but goodness. anyway, and you don't know, like those lace up corsets? Yeah, in the back. Yeah, and I'm thinking, what the hell? I think to make the shirt well, <laughs> well I'm yeah, assuming to make the shirt smaller, but it could have been some other reason. I think it was to make it fit her. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you know, it's obviously a big old man's yeah windbreaker. You know, yeah. So, but it sure looks ugly, though. It, yeah, and it Brown is ugly. not, she needs bright colors. Yeah. Brown anyway, just washes her out. So she takes that katana and, and cuts off the, the Which string. I was cracking up at, because I'm like, <laughs> you're going to take that big-ass katana to cut some strings. Cut some strings. She didn't have no scissors. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, Rick comes in the room, and he's talking about... Um, <laughs> why would you know he's saying something about Deanna why would she hand over authority to strangers and then just parade us around in front of all the other people and mm-hmm. Michonne says well it'd be a smart move if she was trying to get rid of us and she seems like she's smart Yep. and so they kind of look at each other and said hmm so then we get um, uh, Deanna Michonne, Rick and what's her name? Maggie, Maggie yes and Deanna is saying, hey, you know, kind of giving them their little... It's a little pep talk. Yeah, their little rules of the road. I'm trying to build a community here because, you know, we're going to have civilization again. And then he tells them, I'm, I, I, in essence, I forget the word she said, but, I, you know, I'm grooming Maggie to be a politician like my ass. Yeah. You know? And Maggie's just kind of grinning a little bit. But then she asked them, uh, 
something to the effect what <laughs> that's not a pipe dream. Do you think it's just a pipe dream? That's because Rick kind of has this little scoff look on his mm-hmm. face and he's looking around. Like, and so Maggie says no. And she looks at Michonne and Michonne says no. She looks at Rick and Rick says no. <laughs> but uh, can we talk about some security? Some security. 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 And then they go outside looking at that damn fence that her husband well, does, he's done say- built. <laughs> <laughs> he's saying, look, <laughs> someone can walk right up uh, on those supports. We need to get some 24-7 guards around this wall. Exactly. Because people are going to come in. That's they, that's going to be the And we mentioned now. that before when they first got there, when Rick was taking an inventory of the outside. All the beams holding up the fences on the outside. Mm-hmm. Therefore, anybody... A walker or a human could just shimmy up in one of them beams. I don't think a walker would have the No, they wouldn't know how to do, do it, that, but, but a human would. Yes, a human could. Just walk up the beam and, and, and over the fence. Yep. <clears throat> so as they walking around outside, Rick's saying, look, we need to put uh, guards up. We need to get someone up in the... Or Sasha comes up and asks about the watchtower. One of them says something about the watchtower. Well, he says... You, uh, he said, you need to put somebody up there in that watchtower immediately to yes. see what's coming. And she says, well, no, and uh, nobody's been up there. And, and either Michonne or Rick says, well, uh, I see a gun up in there. She said, oh, my son goes up there sometimes. No, she, he took one up there, but it's empty. Yeah, that's what she and said. I, and I don't believe her. Well, Rick's face was funny. He's like, "What? Well, you don't have no effing people up in the." Water? I don't think I don't think Rick believed her her explanation neither. I did not believe her explanation because she seemed awful adamant that she didn't want nobody up in the watchtower. Why? Well, then Sasha came up and says, "I will take first shift, and I'll take as many shifts as necessary. Give mm-hmm. them all to me." And she's asking Sasha why. Mm-hmm. And before Sasha could really say anything, which she really wasn't trying to say nothing anyway, right? Maggie pipes up with, "Oh, well, she's our best shot. She's our best shot. She can she do can it. Do she it. can do it." And so mm-hmm. Deanna says, "Well, I'll put my son Spencer up there first. Now, see, that's some fishy shit to me. Well, and then she says, "And I'll think about you for the rest, for on one condition: if you come to this house party I'm having tonight." To welcome y'all. Mm-hmm. And Sasha looking at her like, why? Why? You know? Why? And I'd be like, why would I need to come to your party anyway? Exactly. Too? And she said, well, you'll see. And I'm thinking, well, see what? Let mm. me know now. Well, I did not like the the way she conducted that whole conversation. No. I, and, and, and I didn't like the way her face was looking either when she said, after Maggie said, she's our best shot. She can handle the job. And then she... Right away. No, I'll put Spencer up there for today. Mm. Yeah, why? What don't you want them to be seeing that's up there? Mm. Or maybe an aerial view of the whole camp or something. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I don't know. It was just very suspicious to me. And I didn't like that. Yeah, I I didn't get why she Mm -hmm. was. I mean, I kind of get it because Sasha's a little intense. But, I mean, come on. I don't. My thing is, for you to not have any security or lookouts or nothing, Yeah. the only time people have weapons are when they're going out. Yeah. Well, shit, you need to see what's out there before you go out. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anywho. <coughs> so, um, at that point, we see Rick, or I think we come back, and we see Carol on the porch with some ladies talking about recipes and stuff. Recipes and stuff. And Carol's just a Shannon and Grin and talk about, ooh, that sounds mm. great. Ooh, <laughs> that's so nice. I'm thinking, ooh, Carol, you playing this. Mm-hmm. You playing it. 
So she sees Rick walking down the street. She's like, oh, let me, you know, excuse me, let me go talk to Rick about something for the party. She said security for the party. Oh, okay. Because he is the police. So as she walks up to Rick, she's just still shinning and grinning. And she's like, okay, did you hear about this party? You think tonight's the mm-hmm. night? <laughs> and Rick's saying, well, I'll go with you. She said, no, you the sheriff and you're going to have Carl there. So they're going to be looking at you. Yeah. They're not going to be looking at me. I can do it. I can do it. She says, one thing, the one thing I like about this place, I get to be invisible again. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. see, I mean, she's a, uh, she's a middle-aged woman. For all they know, who, who isn't particularly adept at guns, nope. nor does she like to be around them. She's harmless. They're not, they're not going to pay no attention to her. Right. And that's what she knows. See? That's what she's mm-hmm. playing at, at least. That's right. She's playing it up. So then we see Carol going into the supply room slash armory with Olivia talking about her recipe. and She needs chocolate. Yeah, she needs this. She needs sugar. She needs chocolate. She needs this and that. So Olivia is telling her, well, I can give you a quarter bar of chocolate. I can give you some such for this. We can substitute that for that. Um, Mm -hmm. So while they're, they're doing that, some guys come in. Um, Tobin. Tobin and, and two, two other, other guys. guys come in getting guns because they're about to go out to go fix something on the fence mm-hmm. line or something. Maintenance crew. Yeah. Or fix it crew or whatever. Yeah. And so they go into the armory. And so Carol's kind of nonchalantly walking there and looking at like kind of looking at what they're doing. She's going to the window. She's trying to get to the window. Yep. Well, she does go to the window. So she's she, just standing there. Yep. So she's just kind of like. Oh, those are some big guns. Oh. No, she don't say that. She's standing by the window. That Tobin guy is the one that looks up. And just like men do, he got the little ego big head. Oh, hey, you like these guns? You know, like mm-hmm. like I'm a big dude because I'm handling this gun. And she said, well, you know, I had one, but I'm not very good at it. And he says, well, little lady, you know, uh, maybe sometime I can take you out uh, and teach you how to use it. Yep. I'm thinking, hush the fuck up, fool. She could put a bullet in your eye. You don't know. <laughs> she and she's that. just grinning like, ooh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, oh, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. And then when the, <laughs> what was interesting is when the guys leave, then Olivia looks at Carol like, okay, it's time for you yeah, to go Yeah, she gives too. the high sign like, yep, come, come on. Come on, come on. And so uh, uh, Carol does that little... You know, that little smile that she does. And she just walks on out. And then they show the window. And, of course, the latch is undone. And I was mm. thinking, yay. Except for I'm nervous good. because yeah. you never know what shit will yeah. kick off. Okay, let's go to Daryl. While that's happening, Daryl, like, when they got back from, from their little meeting out in the woods, and Daryl goes back out in the woods, and he's hunting. Mm-hmm. You know, he's looking for game, and he's hunting. And all of a sudden... He points his crossbow and he's yelling at somebody, all right, come on out of there. Yep. You know, I didn't hear nothing myself. There was some rustling. Well, I thought it was the wind. Mm-hmm. And uh, out comes Aaron. Aaron. I was thinking, I what, said, this? what the hell is he doing? Thank you. Sneaking. Sneaking around. Shit. And Aaron claims that he was out hunting rabbits. I don't think so because he had a big ass rifle. Yeah. You don't be hunting no rabbit with no big-ass ass rifle. rifle. Thank you. Because if you shoot the thing, it's going to disintegrate. <laughs> I mean, really, then you wouldn't have no meat. Mm. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And so Daryl was asking him, well, why are you following me? Why are you that? following me? Thank you. <laughs> he said, oh, I'm not. I was just out hunting. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he well, said, can I join you? No, he said, so you could tell oh, the difference right. between a walker and a human. And Daryl don't say nothing. He don't. Daryl just looks at him. Mm-hmm. And so then... And that, then he, he says, says, can you tell the difference between a good guy and a bad guy? And, and Daryl don't say shit either. He just turned around. Walks and, off. and so uh, Aaron said, well, can I come with you? And Daryl uh, is already walking off. He had already dismissed the food, that, but he says back, keep up, uh-huh. you know, with this old gruff self. Yep. So they go through the woods. Do you want to stick with them? Yeah, then they see Buttons. <laughs> Buttons is this beautiful, beautiful black horse. Beautiful horse. And Aaron tells um, Daryl that they have been seeing this horse for about the last six months. And they've tried to catch it several times, but they never can. Because they get so close and, you know, he just runs. Mm-hmm. Runs on off. So Daryl almost had that horse. and uh, uh, He got so rope out and he was just very stealthily. Walking up on that horse, eating grass. And, and talking to him. And talking to him. And if it wasn't for them damn motherfucking walkers, he would have <laughs> had that horse. You know? He could have still jumped up real quick and got I don't him. think so, because uh, Buttons reared up on his uh, hind legs. That's true. Now, when a horse does that, you can get clobbered. Yeah, you need to move. Yeah, you need to move, so. So, some walkers come up. Buttons takes out running. Mm-hmm. They kill up the few walkers that have jumped out from whoever the fuck they jumped mm-hmm. out of. Again, we're in the damn effing woods and shit. Right. Well, that's where the game's at. <sighs> You're not going to go hunting down the highway. I'm sick Trying of, to find some food. I'm sick of woods. That's where the game is at, if there's any to be had. I know. But we're finally in a suburban, sub, what, supposed suburban area. And we got effing woods all over. There's woods everywhere. There's wooded areas everywhere. I know, Sister J. I'm well, just qu- saying. Well, then quit complaining about it. Hell. I'm tired of the woods. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah. do some hunting in a fucking you Where? Know, city. In, in, in the Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Go find a goddamn. <laughs> Look, they need to go find a damn Costco. That's what they need to find. And they need to... Make camp up in the Costco. Believe you me, it's uh, them Costco's and Walmart's and all them other big big box stores. They've already been overrun. True. I mean, hell, that's where Noah got got almost at. They was in one of them big buildings and stuff. Yeah, but, but they need to find something where they can just find some non perishable foods. Well, but all this damn wooded area. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, they're running through the damn woods after buttons. They kill up the few walkers that were there. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Buttons is gone, so they're trying to run and catch up with Buttons. Mm-hmm. So on their way to trying to find him, Aaron's talking. He talked a lot. He's talking about, you know, I understand how you feel. You feel like you're different than everyone else. We did, too, because we are. We still, even though we're... Everyone's friendly, and we're part of the community. We're still kind of outsiders. Outsiders, yeah. And I can tell that's how you feel, you know, because of our life, of who we are. Mm-hmm. And people still make comments and shit that ain't right. Mm-hmm. But, you know. And Daryl just, Daryl is just so Daryl. Yes. He ain't saying a word. He's just walking. He's just walking. He's about his business. So then Aaron is telling him, so why don't you try to make an effort? You know, there's a party tonight. Why don't you go? Mm-hmm. It'd be nice if you went. Let people get to know you. Mm. You know, even though that's going to be tough. 
And so Daryl, you know, he don't say really much at he all. He doesn't say anything. Well, they come up on buttons. Mm-hmm. And they find buttons again. Buttons is now about to be, well, is getting overrun by some walkers. Who I thought this was mean of them to do to a real horse. Well, okay. Number one, Buttons done outrun his territory because the only thing in front of Buttons is yeah. a fence. Which and he can't get over he it. He could have jumped. Uh, well, no, he's already scared. Well, true. And there was walkers all around him. The whole circumference of him. I mean, all the way in a circle around him. And they was already putting their hands on him and shit. Yeah. And but I do know that 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 one walker, the woman walker who had her back to the camera, but she was uh, at the front of the horse, like where his head is. That was his trainer because they said that on the talking dead. But anyway, and so they take that horse to the ground and start chomping on it. Yeah, immediately start chomping and and, and pulling out his innards and stuff. It was awful. I know we have to. It was so shocking. It was awful. I know we have to suspend belief, but they are uh, they are chomping him pretty quick. I mean, these walkers are able to get through tough ass horse skin, hide or whatever, <laughs> with their teeth and just get to the inner. Well, yeah, really quick. Yeah. So that's part of what we but have they to. Can, I mean, but they chomp. They take a chunk out of you, though. I know. You I know. know. We did one thing we didn't talk about though, and that is the makeup of the black walker. That uh, uh, oh, D- it was Daryl got some of the best black makeup. It was some of the best. It matched his skin for yes. real, and it didn't look ashy. <laughs> shout out to Joseph. I, I tweeted, I think, on this one. And he was like, "Okay, Sister J, Sister K, how does that makeup the black makeup?" I said, "This is one of the best ones." Yeah. So although yeah. we didn't see him for very long, maybe that's part of the reason. It could be, but still, that was some good makeup for the you black didn't look zombie. Ashy or nothing? No, no ash, no nothing, no shiny, <laughs> no, no shine, no nothing. <laughs> it was good. So then. The, uh, those so they, walkers, yeah. So by the time get they four get little buttons, two buttons, he's gotten a run. I'm thinking it's mean for them, even if his trainer was there to to force that horse down the ground like that. Well, they didn't hurt the horse. I know. So poor buttons got chomped, chomped up, and then but he, but he was still living. He was still alive. That's the sad part. And so, so uh, Daryl and and uh, Aaron, they kill up all the walkers. They yeah. shoot him and slow to me. Well, they they kill him all anyway, and the poor little horse he's moaning. Mm. So Daryl lets Aaron yeah he kill him. Aaron take care of him. Yep, put him out of his misery. Yep, rest in peace, poor buttons. buttons. <laughs> it was shocking though. It was very shocking. Who I know them Peter people was, a- was mad. <laughs> And he was beautiful. He was a very It's amazing horse. he was still alive, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. You better learn how to jump buttons. I'm well, gonna... but see, this is what I think. I think the whole reason why buttons got caught, because Aaron said they've been trying to catch him for six months. I think the whole reason why buttons got caught is because when he was running, he was running from Daryl and Aaron because they was tracking him. Yeah, they was tracking him, so they are that way. Then he's running forward, but forward was all these walkers. Yeah, that could be. And so, what are you gonna do? He's stuck on two sides. He's stuck. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, from the little horsey's point of view, 
He don't know. He don't know that Daryl and Aaron Aaron just want to catch him and take him back. Right. And you probably feed him some hay and shit and, you know, have a good life. He don't know that. So it was sad. It was sad. It was sad. It was sad. Mm -hmm. Poor Button. I know. Poor thing. So at that point, I don't think we see. Well, we see them later. Again until. That evening, mm-hmm. when he's obviously changed clothes, maybe he's taking a <laughs> he's shower. He's halfway clean. I mean, his hair, <laughs> his hair still don't look like it's been washed, but at least he looks somewhat <laughs> clean. He's got different clothes on, mm-hmm. we'll put it that way. Yep. So it looks like um, he's then got changed. He's standing kind of behind this tree looking at the party. Mm-hmm. At, at the Deanna's house. house. Yeah. yeah. But the party is. Because you know they got their curtains open, don't you? Uh, Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Mm. So, they... <laughs> <laughs> and you know why. We ain't even gonna have to repeat that nope. shit. Y'all so, know why. Mm. So, just to keep anyway. on with Daryl. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he cha- obviously is deciding, I ain't going in there. I'm not going. Shit. Yeah. So, he turns around, heads home, and before he can get past the house, Aaron... Come busting his porch lights on. Mm-hmm. Talk about, oh, hey, Daryl, hey, uh, oh, you tried to go to the party? And I'm thinking, damn, Aaron, was you stalking him? Mm-hmm. He probably was because we find out later that he had intended or was supposed to be asking him something. Mm-hmm. And so, you know. He didn't do it. He he didn't do it while they was out in the country because I'm sure he was upset about buttons. Waiting for the moment. You there's know, too much going on. Yeah, this this is too much going on. And plus, I mean, he had just helped Daryl kill a whole bunch of zombies stuff, and then he had to kill Buttons, who who yeah. he's been trying to get for six months, you know. Yeah. So, anyway. Anywho. So, Daryl tells him, nah, I'm not going to that party. So, he says, well, why don't you come on in here? We're having spaghetti. It's spaghetti night. Yep. And there's plenty. Come on in. So, Daryl obviously was hungry. Mm-hmm. So, he says, okay. And he goes in there. And it's tearing Ooh. that spaghetti up. He and I mean, slurp. I have tearing. never seen anybody slurp up a big old mound fork full of spaghetti like that. He didn't even chew. He, yeah, it looked like he didn't chew. It looked like he didn't even chew. He just slurped it up. I'm like, dang, he girl, was hungry. Choke. He was hungry. And then, um, what's his boyfriend's name? Eric. Eric. Yeah. Um, Eric is kind of laughing to himself mm-hmm. about it. And he starts chit-chatting, talking about, yeah. He a chit-chatter, too, when ain't you, he? When you guys go out, if you can be on the lookout for a pasta maker, because Mrs. So-and-so wants this pasta maker, blah, 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 blah. And so Daryl's like, huh? Going out where? Mm. And so he, a- Eric looks over at Aaron, who's looking at him like, uh. He's giving him the sign, like, okay, look, look. Shut up, fool. I ain't done nothing. He's like, oh, I thought y'all had a conversation already. He said, oh, you didn't ask him all, uh, yet, huh? And Aaron's like, uh, no. Mm-mm. He just shook his and head. And Daryl's like, ask me what? So then we see them going into the garage, and there's this huge mound of parts, of like auto parts, mm-hmm. but it turns out to be motorcycle parts. And then under this canvas is a motorcycle, looks obviously half a A really old one, yeah. And so he's telling Daryl, well, this was here when we got here. And as I've been out and about, I've been getting parts while I could, mm-hmm. thinking that I could rebuild it. And he said, I just haven't had the time. He says, but I can see that you would be the best person to do that. Well, like you said, 
I can see that you know how to do it. Yeah. Because he didn't really know how to do it. No, that's the part that would be a problem. And he didn't have time to learn. That's what yeah, he was he's saying. Out and about and shit. Yeah. So, so he tells Daryl, I want to recruit you. I want you to be, help be a recruiter because I don't want Eric out on them roads again. Well, what he said is, is what he said is, I told Deanna not to give you a job That's true. because I had a job for you. And Daryl kind of looks at him, and that—that's when he says, I, "I want you to be a recruiter with me and come out with me." He says, "You don't belong outside, but you don't belong here either all the time." That's what he was trying to tell him. So, yeah, and he said, "But neither do I," and that's why he goes out recruiting and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, trying to find people and stuff, because that gives him. So that lets you know that Aaron is used to being out there also. Well, he told us that if we believed him with yeah. Rick when he yeah. said he worked for the whatever he worked for. Mm-hmm. He was out trying to make a difference and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Daryl does agree, though, which I'm glad. Yes. I'm glad because I have to admit, though, Aaron is kind of growing on me. And, and especially now that I see that he can actually kill up some walkers. Whether it's a gun or a He's knife, useful. Yeah, he is useful. So yeah, and he also tells Daryl he picked he wants him to do that because he knows the difference between a good person and a bad person. That was significant, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we run up on somebody who ain't right, we can just keep on running. No, they, keep they, on going. They'll kill him, <laughs> right? And not ask them to come back. You uh huh. Yeah. To be selected. Yeah, I thought that was significant. Yeah. Little statement. Hmm. All right. So Daryl says yes, and that's all we see of them. Of them. Really. Now we get to the party. We get to the pate. You know what? This was so tedious. But we have to go through it. I I guess. Ah, shit. So it's still daytime, and we see Rick and Carl and baby Judith going into the party. Mm -hmm. You know, going to the house, Deanna's house. And she sees them at the door, and she's like, oh, welcome, welcome. Oh. And she's fawning over Judith, mm-hmm. but she's saying, "Ooh, I haven't seen one of these in a while." <laughs> Everybody and says that. And I'm like, that. "Her name is Judith." Everybody Check. says that. I know. Everybody wants to see one of these. Oh yeah, she is. They a, haven't seen one of these baby. in a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, um, so Deanna brings them in. She introduces Rick to her husband, Reg. Reg. Who is a the architect who helped build the walk? Mm-hmm. And so he immediately starts saying, "Ooh, Rick, I, I am so impressed with you. You're the man. I watched all of the videos and, and that, all the lives you saved. And see, that was to me that was significant too. You watched all the videos, all the videos of everybody's. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Why you gotta watch all the videos? And, Rich? And, and if you are gonna be watching them, how come your ass ain't in there when Deanna's questioning them? Then mm-hmm. see something going on." Some ain't right with them, too. Some ain't right. Mm-mm. So, anyhow, or some ain't right with a lot of them. Yeah. So. so then, you know, Rick's trying to say, oh, you know, you know, you do what you got to do. He said, but you, you know, you built that wall out there. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, Reg is like, ah, you know, it ain't like saving lives. And it ain't. It but ain't. he did save lives, though, because, you know. He, he does, but. They've been behind the his, wall. His wall is a tad janky with them. <laughs> <laughs> With some support beams on the outside. On the outside, mm-hmm. yeah. Because really, wouldn't a whore, a good herd of them suckers would push on the wall and would just push it right over? Well, yeah, probably. So, you know, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. 
so then uh, Reg, while they're talking, says, oh, let me go get you a drink. And he brings up this whatever li- liquor. Brown liquor. Brown liquor. <laughs> and I was thinking of Rick, oh, don't drink it, don't That's drink it. That's what I was thinking. Because, oh, don't know, drink it, don't drink it. He's suspicious and shit mm-hmm. of everybody. And but he took a drink for himself too, so I thought, okay, well he ain't yeah. gonna he ain't gonna poison yeah. himself, so it might be safe. Well, drink. he saw that Rick hesitated. That's yeah. why he did that. Because Rick just automatically is like, no, I don't yeah. need it, because he's on duty. But even when Rick took the glass, he didn't he didn't sip. He didn't sip though. He just kind of yeah. stood there, and yeah. that's when that Reggie drank drank, and then Rick could see, okay, wait, it, ain't, it ain't tainted. Yeah, it ain't like tainted meat. <laughs> tainted meat. You eating tiny? They had, they had all these munchies and stuff on the Bob. table. Yes. I know, I miss Bob too. But they had all these munchies and stuff on the table. They had like salsa and chips and, and, and beer. And, and beer and little crackers and canapes and stuff, you know. And while that's going on, then uh, Abraham and Rosarita come in. And she looks good. They look good, cleaned up. She looks she good, look good, cleaned up. Regular clothes on. Mm-hmm. She didn't have her hat on. She could actually see her face. Right, and she didn't have on hoochie wear. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that is not hoochie wear. Well, hey, well, the first time we met that child, yeah, that was who hooch wear. And Abraham actually had a shirt on. Yeah, that didn't and he have, was all clean. <laughs> that was not sleeveless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they look decent, <laughs> and he's like. Uh, this don't feel right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, they got beer. He's like, okay, oh. I'm going to make an effort. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try real yeah. hard. And then there is a really cute scene that I thought it was cute, too. There's a cute scene where Noah is kind of just standing there, like on the edges, mm. kind of like. And I thought to myself, mm-hmm, yeah, buddy, I know how I should feel. Oh, Lord. But anyway, and so Maggie and Glenn come up. That's Jay. Hey, that's the truth. Maggie and Glenn come up. And so they're saying, hey, uh, Noah, how you doing? And he said, well, I think I'm getting ready to go. Yeah. Because he just wasn't feeling too comfortable. Right. You know? And they said, oh, look. Well, Maggie's going to say, look, you are a part of our family. Yeah. Say, no, come on and be with us. And I thought that was so sweet. I like that. I like that. So he was hanging with them, see? So he didn't feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? So... That was one scene I did like. Yep. But let's get to the scene that I did not like. Hold on. So before we get to that scene, then we have Rick and Carol talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they see Olivia coming Coming into the party. And so Carol's like, oh, okay, she here. Let me go. I can sneak out. Mm-hmm. And go get this these guns. Mm-hmm. And Rick is still trying to go. He said, well, I can go with you. She's no. like, she said, no. no. There's Carl over there. And, and I'm thinking, why the hell are you trying to go? Well, well, she says, no, Carl's over there. And so the camera goes to Carl and bless his little heart. He looks like she, he is having a good time. Yeah. He is laughing and, 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 and talking with Ron, which is Jesse's oldest son. Yep. And it looks like he's having a good time. Yeah. So Rick... I know. Kind of smiles a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he kind of smiled and thought. He's okay. be, he's able to be a kid for yeah, a little bit. for just, just a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. So that part's good. That was cute. That was cute. Okay, so go ahead. Then um, here come the trickety trick hole number four and her husband oh, and her boys. Oh, Lord. Uh, and what, her youngest son. Yeah. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm so sick of this woman. 
Yeah, I. But she gonna be there to stay. Had her doing too much fucking talking. Too much fucking talking. And the husband, he acting all nicey, nicey, and Rick just looking at him like, mm-hmm. I know you the fool that that was on your porch, was on your porch, trying to give me a subtle warning. Thank you, a subtle, subtle yeah. read. Yeah, uh-huh. uh That was one of them un. What do you call it? Uncon, not unconscious reads, but like trying to be real subtle with it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Anywho. Are you acting like, oh, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Let me go refresh your drink. Mm-hmm. And and Jesse says, oh, well, honey, I'll get it. And he turns on her like white on rice. No, I get it. <laughs> I thought to myself, oh, yeah, he beating that ass. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he so- was just... That was just way too aggressive. It, it, it didn't call for that. It didn't call for It didn't that. call for that kind of response. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't. And Rick just kind of looked at him like, mm, what's going yeah, on? that's weird. Yeah. So she stays, in, you know, with him and starts talking about the views. Are really what the fuck good. was she talking about? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I heard she was, was going wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> I said this on the other recording. I'll say it again. Yeah. All I heard was trickety trick ho, trickety trick ho, trickety trick trick ho. Yeah. That's all I heard from all her I mouth. Heard. I don't know what the fuck she was talking about. Me views. Either. The views good. This whatever the fuck she was talking about. I don't care. And then I guess she's trying to say, look at all the people trying to go on with their lives and everyone's lost something, but fuck who who cares what she said? I don't care. I don't even care what she said. And then her youngest son Sam interrupts her and says, Oh mom, he doesn't have a stamp. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is this little kid running around with a big ass ink stamp stamp? <laughs> hell. That's what kids do. Oh hell no. And it's a big old fat red letter A for like adultery. Stickers and shit. Just like the scarlet letter. Well, I didn't A t- for adultery. I didn't take Oh, trust me, that's what they was trying to say. I didn't take it like it was an A for adultery. Oh, I yeah. took it like it was an A for, and it reminded me of Terminus when they got put in that A boxcar. It should have been a fucking reminder to Rick to watch the sh- your shit, you know? Well, I wouldn't have let that boy put the fucking red stamp on my hand. <laughs> now, if you was a trick dick, you would. Yeah, that's true. Like Rick is. Anyway, so that kid stamped his hand, then he moved on, and she told don't run. Oh, hush up. That's what kids do. I know. They run. stupid. She's like, oh, excuse me, like she's got to go chase behind us. Yeah, head. and that boy is too damn fucking old for her to do that. Yeah. He was at least 10. Yeah. Shit. Anyway, <laughs> I don't like stupid shit like that. Anyway, but so he's stuck with the trickety trick hoe. Well, she leaves after the little boy, though, after That's he runs true. off. But it, was, it wasn't until after all her fucking commentary about mm-hmm. views and shit. So while, while he's uh, at the party and stuff, let's go on to, to Carol. Because okay. Carol done slipped out. Yep. She done slipped out, and we see her in the pantry. She climbed through the window, which is great. Yep. And uh, she left it open, which is great, so that way she can make a quick getaway. And she's in that trunk, and she's getting some guns. And she and she know what to get. She packing up some good stuff. First of all, she snatched up a chocolate bar. She did. She snatched up a chocolate bar, a, yep. a whole bar, not a, not a quarter, a whole bar. She sure did. Then she got some guns. 
She went to turn around, and there's that motherfucking kid. <laughs> there's that Sam. motherfucking Jesse's kid. Sam. I want some cookies. Now, I was thinking, Damn. how did she not hear this little fool climbing the window? Exactly. He talking about, uh, she's like, what you doing here, Sam? Oh, well, I thought you was making some more cookies, so I came to follow you. But then I saw you coming over here. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Stalk her into making. I was thinking, oh, hell, mm. Carol going to have to do something. Oh, but this was the best scene of the whole evening, it in was. my opinion. She's like, okay, well, I'll make you some cookies, however many you want. But you got to promise me you won't tell your mama what you saw mm-hmm. that I was here. He's like, oh, well, I tell my mom everything. I can't do that. She's like, oh, well, you will, Ooh. or else one day. And she's just... A- oh, uh, but you're saying it nice, though. She was sinister with it. Yes. She dropped her voice. Like, she dropped off that whole facade of the nice little Carol Susie Homemaker. But the thing Ooh, is, Lord. in my opinion, she still had that voice, but she was saying some menacing shit with but that voice. But she was gritting, too. She yeah. was saying, and you know... I mean, you know, she was... <laughs> She was gritting because you could tell. Well, she, she wait a minute. She, you could tell she was mad like, motherfucker. She had, <laughs> <laughs> I, had I had this shit made. Uh-huh. And he <laughs> this little squirt. Shit. Oh, Lord. She's saying, uh, mm. well, if you don't, Ooh, Lord. then one day when you wake up, you're not going to be in your bed anymore. And he says, well, where would I be? Yeah. You're going to be outside the gates. He had the nerve to be asking shit. He yeah. wasn't getting it yet. No, he wasn't getting it. He young. He young. Mm, mm, mm. So she basically tells him, you will um, be tied to a tree. You won't be able to move. You'll be yelling for your mama, but she ain't going to hear ain't you. Ain't nobody going to hear you. But the monsters out there will hear you. Mm-hmm. Hear you. And they're going to come up here, mm-hmm. come to you, and start eating you up alive. Mm-hmm. And no one will ever find you. And, and no one will, will ever know. Ever know what happened to you. Yep. And his eyes get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And And she is not smiling Uh -uh. at all. And it says, or you don't tell anyone what happened here today and you'll get cookies. Lots of cookies. Lots of cookies. Ooh. I think I know what you should do. And she's smiling at that point. You know what, though? She scared the shit out of me. And I'm an adult. (laughs) And I'm an adult. So I know that kid was scared. Melissa McBride, she needs an Emmy needs just for that scene. An award, she needs people. an Emmy award just for that scene. She needs to win an award. Oh, she was so good. She was creepy and she was wonderful. I mean, that was I that it. was good. That was good. I loved it. That was good. But she never raised her voice. No, she didn't. She didn't. Cuss. She didn't say nothing. Nope. She just said, "This is what's gonna happen." And then when she's talking about the cookies, she's like, "Oh, or you'll get cookies, and that'd mm-hmm. be so nice." I'll just make you, you know, I loved it. And that little boy's face, like you said. Oh, he was. I said he He was scared. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was scared. And I don't think he's going to tell nobody. No. I don't think so. No. Mm-mm, because he's scared. Mm-hmm. So we don't see Carol again. No. Uh, except for the very, very end. End. Mm-hmm. And so then we go, we go back, back to the party. Yeah, we go back to the party. We, we skip the scene with Rick, excuse me, with uh, Michonne and Abraham. Well, out, that was kind of interspersed. Yeah. Yeah. They're on the porch. Michonne is on the porch, and she's looking at this little cocktail knife that they put in, like, 
like hors d'oeuvres and stuff. It's funny though, because it's it's this little bit little of plastic bit of sword. sword. Yeah. <laughs> and so Abraham comes out and he's like, "Oh, a sword for a sword, or something <laughs> yeah, like that." Yeah, something like that. He's basically saying. You know, you've got the sword with you on your back, even when you don't have it on your back. Mm-hmm. You pray that you don't have to use it again, but then you pray you don't get not used to using it again. Mm-hmm. Um, that you don't get used to not using it again, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so she looks at him like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And she notices he, he's been drinking. She's like, how many drinks have you had? He's like, oh, plenty. He says, and I realize I've done pretty well for myself here. <laughs> what have you done? She's like, mm-hmm. well, I put on this dress. And I didn't quite understand what this conversation was trying to say. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, oh, please don't make this be a romantic I don't think situation. so. I don't think so. I think I, this is what I think. I think it was because, number one, Abraham had had a few beers. Mm-hmm. So he was, he was semi-intoxicated, first of all. Because he normally... Feeling kind of good. Yeah, because he normally don't talk that much. He's not no, one of them chit-chatters. He ain't. You know? He ain't. He's an action guy. True. But I think the reason why he was saying that to her, and that's because Michonne was the person who induced them all to go. She's the one that said, we going. Yeah. She's the person that said that. And if she... And if he sees that she is having any kind of second thoughts, then what does that mean for them? And she done put up her katana. Yeah. She you did. see what I'm saying? So Well, not yet, but she she will, but Cherry did. No, not yet. Oh. Not she does after this because he asked her oh, okay. what have you done? Okay. And she says, Well, I put on this dress, he's like, Well, you need to try again. So I think Yeah. Basically, kind of what I'm thinking now, you know, is that mm-hmm. he's saying, Look, I gave it a try. And I feel pretty good. Yeah, I've done pretty and we're good. all giving it a try. So, so what, have you what done are you doing to give it a try? Give it a try. Yeah, and then later we mm-hmm. can go ahead and go to it. Mm-hmm. We see her hanging up her sword over the mantelpiece. Yeah. Now the which, only thing is, why does she take it out the case? Now that I don't know. I mean, because she could have just put the whole thing up there, she you know, in I the case, know. and still be there. I guess so she could see the shine or something. I, I don't know. See, I didn't get that part. But I think that's what the point of his conversation was, is, you know, mm-hmm. what have you done to really make it a go? And hers is hanging up her sword. She ain't going to use it. She's the sheriff. Now she's going to have a little gun on her hip. Yeah. Or something, I yeah. guess. But I like seeing her with the sword. I don't like I her do without that sword. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting. But I'm glad they did not make that shit romantic or whatever. Oh, no. And I don't think that they intended that that to be either. He was just, you know, he just come outside to get some air because, you know, he's intoxicated. Yeah. Halfway. Halfway. You know. Then we get to the scene I hated the most. <sighs> this motherfucking trickety-trick hoe comes slinking over to Rick holding baby Judith. And what the fuck is she doing with the baby? That ain't your baby. First of all, Damn. why is Rick letting everybody and their fucking mama have this baby? You don't even know where the fucking baby is. Yeah. Until he see her coming up with yeah. it. Yeah. You know, where the baby be? Yeah. Okay. I mean, damn. You don't know these people that well I don't well know yet. these people that well. Thank you. Shit. Wouldn't be having my baby and everybody else. No. Hey, that my baby be right up in my arm. Thank you. So that's number one. That's number but one. But number two is this tricky trick hoe is the one that had the baby. She did have the baby. Mm. Talking and, about, ooh, I haven't seen one of these. Again, Kyle's yeah. almost the same comment. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking, really, you couldn't let these people say anything else, but... I haven't seen one of these in a while. 
I haven't held a baby in a while. Can they just have her say I haven't held a baby? Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they couldn't have them say that. Yeah. <clears throat> it was weird to me. And then it seems to me in this scene, if you're going to have this trickety trick hoe walking up to Rick holding his baby, then hand the baby over to Rick. <laughs> you standing there holding a baby, talking to him. Talking about some other shit. I'm thinking, well, give him the baby. Oh, I did not like this scene. I didn't like it either. I did not like that. I don't like her. I didn't like this scene at all. And oh, horny dog Rick. That must be fucking it. That must be it. I don't He's know. horny. Well, because he just. I don't know. So the baby starts fussing. She's like, oh, you want the baby? And he's like, yeah, give me my baby. So mm. he puts his drink down and goes to take the baby from her. And it ain't like she's a fucking newborn. You don't have to <laughs> hold her head and all this shit. All you gotta do is say, here, here, like a sack of potatoes, you got her. <laughs> but no, they acting like she's gotta have her head held and shit. Mm. And so they do this real gentle, slow uh, passing of the baby off, which then you don't even <laughs> you don't even fucking see the baby. You don't even see the baby. It's like, what happened to her, Rick? Did you drop her? Because <laughs> the next thing you see is him ducking his head to kiss her on the cheek. On the cheek, Jesse. Now, I I didn't get that. First of all, I was pissed. That ain't even his mo. No. Why would you be Rick? Okay. That's not in Rick's character. First of all, he would not be kissing no broad. In a public place like that, in With a her party. husband in the next With, room. Well, not only that, not only her husband there, but a whole bunch of people you just met, and his son and his daughter. Yeah. What if Carl would have seen that fucking shit? Oh, there'd been some shit. Mm. Carl, I don't think would have gotten to that shit. No. It'd have been some shit. And you gotta turn around. First of all, the bitch married. Here's <laughs> <laughs> my friends, y'all. The chick is married. And you're going to be ducking down and kissing her on the cheek for what? For what? I don't get it, but I was pissed off. I was mad. If you're going to be kissing mad. anybody, you need to be kissing Michonne. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. They ain't going to let that happen. They ain't going to have it. No, but, they ain't not going to have it. Uh, not a chick with a husband. Uh-huh. You know? Now, if that was supposed to be some kind of thank you, he could have just opened his mouth and said thank you. For what? For, take, for, for, for taking Judith, for holding Judith. Everybody had Judith. You gonna go kiss everybody? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I'm just saying. I didn't. I, hey, that whole fucking shit didn't make sense to me. Mm-mm. It was totally out of character. It for made Rick. no sense. It was totally not his character. Thank you. So I didn't get. And then it. she kind of is surprised to me. So mm-hmm. she hasn't fully gone into full trickery trickdom. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, she's on the cusp. She will. She on the cusp of it. She trying. Mm-hmm. But he the one that pulled the trickety Rick Dick, whatever the fuck you're calling it. <laughs> because he the one who did the shit. Yeah, he did it. With his baby trying to, in his hands. I didn't get that I at didn't all. I didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't get that at all. So she kind of half smiles at him and she walks off. And I'm thinking, holy hell, please no. Oh, I do yeah. not want to see... The Walking Dead do another woman like they keep doing. They gonna do all it. These fucking trick ass trick hoes. They gonna do it. They setting it up. It's awful. They setting it up. So then Sasha comes in. Oh yeah. And Sasha's all clean and she got this spaghetti strap she outfit looks, on. She looks good. She looked very good. 
And and you know they they never show her whole body, so I don't know if it was just a top or she had a whole I dress think it was a on. Dress. But she looked very very pretty, and she comes in and Deanna's oldest son Spencer uh, lets her in the, the door, door and yeah. he says, "Hey, I'm Spencer." You yeah. know, he was a little friendly. Yeah, he was kind of friendly, and kinda Sasha's joking with her. But poor Sasha though, she is just so. Shell shocked. Shell shocked that she's just looking at him. Like, why are you and talking to me? He's trying to chit chat, and she says, "Excuse me," but she kind of like sneers it to me. Yeah, you know, like, mm, "Excuse me," and she walks on. She ain't having it. <laughs> so she just kind of walking. Deanna sees her and comes over to her, and what does she say to her? Um, come over here. She's kind of to the side. Later on, we see Sasha over mm-hmm. to the side. She's not talking to anybody. Yep. She's just standing around, kind of looking at people. She's like, all you have to do is listen. You don't have to talk. And right. so she takes her to, like, the main area where there's more people. Where all these women are talking and, and stuff. And they're talking about, I don't even know. Bullshit. Bullshit shit. They're talking about bullshit shit like the apocalypse, the zombie apocalypse had never happened. Right. Never happened. And so then this... I mean, like, you know, oh, I need to plant some flowers. Oh, I need some chocolate. Oh, I need this. Oh, I need that. Oh, I got to fix dinner for this. And, you know, bullshit shit. So while she's listening, she's having fucking flashbacks. She is. She's thinking about Tyree. She's thinking about Bob. Terminus, she show, they showed a little piece of when people was... Eating on Bob. on Bob's leg. Mm. And her killing mm-hmm. uh, the, the fools in ter- the Terminus. In the church. In the church. Gareth and, and all them. And... So she's kind of having flashbacks. And this woman, black woman, comes up to her and says, Oh, hey, Sasha. Nice to meet you. I wanted to know, what's your favorite meal? Because I'm trying to cook a welcome meal for everybody. And I'd like to know what your favorite, favorite meal is. And Sasha doesn't say anything. She's looking she's at her. She's just looking at her like, what and she's the like, Because I really worry that I'm going to make something that you're not going to like. And Sasha loses it. She goes off. She goes off. She's like, Worried? Worried? That's that what you worried about? Oh, man. <laughs> she was loud and she was angry. That was funny. And oh, it's so that, true, and, though. I mean, you could have heard a pin drop. Everything stopped. Everybody stopped. Yeah. Everybody stopped talking and was looking at her. I'm thinking, yeah, that was that's a good point. That's a good point. Everybody acting like ain't nothing ain't going nothing. on outside them walls. Ain't nothing. You know? Mm, mm, mm. So Sasha leaves. She so walks she on. Leaves. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so the next day, I think it's the next yeah, day. Yeah, it's the next day. Um, we see uh, Sasha. She's is, at the gate. Yeah. She's at the gate with her gun, and she's just waiting. And then we see Deanna walking up to her with a box of shells, obviously. Mm-hmm. And she says, yeah, what you said. Uh, she's like, well, I'm trying to figure you out. Yeah. And what's going on with you? And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, why you got to figure her out? Obviously, she's fucking shell-shocked. Uh-huh. She's in, she's in shock trauma. She's had some trauma. Right. She's been out in them streets. You ain't been in them streets. And so Sasha turns to her and says, this, all of this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. She said, it and ain't real. It ain't real. Deanna gets mighty ticked she about that. She gets real mad. That's a mess. We've seen her. That's mm-hmm. the most reaction we've seen. The most reaction. She's like, oh, no. That is, she, what did she say? Oh, know. Sasha said it's not real, and Deanna said this is bullshit. Well, you said it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and she's like, "Well, you, you're that's bullshit." And I'm thinking, is that all you got to say, Deanna? Mm-hmm. You couldn't have told her, "No, this is real. I'm trying to rebuild something, something." 
But she goes ahead and hands her the bullets and let, and opens up the gates so she can go out. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I know. don't know. I don't know. I don't even know why. Why is she the one bringing her some shells? Yeah. When she checked out the gun, Olivia should have gave her the shells. Thank you. So something was fishy and with that was, shit. And then she was worried about Sasha with a gun. She shouldn't have given her a damn gun. To exactly. You know. So there was something up with that, that though. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Then we see Rick. Carol. Walk- no, Carol, oh. Daryl, and Rick out in that same place oh, with yeah. the guns. Mm-hmm. So this is when Daryl says, you know, I'm trying to make a go of it. I don't think I need one. I'm not going to have one. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well. Well, but- damn, Daryl. Yeah, but I'm thinking, you know what? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember the times that he has had his crossbow if he's ever used a gun. I've never seen him use a gun. He's used a gun. Well, but he didn't have his crossbow. He would either use the crossbow or a knife because well, he got that big-ass knife. When, I mean, this is a different situation, but when he killed um, Don, he had his crossbow, but he had a gun also. Yeah, that's true. Her. That's true. Dead okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So well, he, he is used to using a gun. But, but he did refuse it, though. Yeah. So he says, I'm trying to make an effort. I'm not going to take one. And I'm thinking, well, shit, Daryl, you might need it. So yeah. then Rick, Carol's looking at Rick and it's like, okay, well, the one I was going to give him, you want it? And so he takes it uh-huh. and puts it in the small of his back and his pants. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when they get back in, this is when you were talking about they all walk their separate ways. They all go three different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when Rick rounds his corner, he sees... Uh, What's the trick hoe's name? Jesse. Jesse and her husband and Pete. Pete walking down the street. Hold and hands. This, they hold hands. And though. this trick says, Hey Rick. <laughs> and I'm thinking, now, now you know if your, your husband beats your ass. Is a beater. <laughs> I know, why would you and do he that? jumps bad when you try to go get a fucking drink. Mm-hmm. You don't think he's gonna be pissed you talk about, hey Rick! Well, she might have done that on purpose, knowing Rick is the sheriff and got a gun. But that didn't make sense to me. Mm. Especially if you know your husband's abusive. But, see, that's what I'm saying. They try, they trying so hard to put them two together. They are. This is not his M.O. No. And what, what is his reaction? He wave. He wave, but he's standing there with his hands on oh, that gun. Yeah, and then... He looking after them, really at the husband with his yeah, hand walking down the street on the gun. I'm thinking, what the fuck he gonna do? Now what is Rick gonna do? Mm-hmm. He yeah. went all the way left. He gonna kill the people. riders have gone left. Now either yeah. there's an angle that I haven't figured out. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. That or, we're gonna see later or something. But they need to come on with it. Yeah, because this ain't making no sense. It don't make sense. Mm-mm. So then, as Rick starts walking the way he was walking, he hears a noise. So he goes in between these houses up against the fence, and there's a walker on the other side kind of pounding on it. Because, you know, once they walk up on something and they know people or something or another, they just keep pushing. They just keep, keep yeah. going. See, and that's the issue. And Rick is just standing there like a crazy-ass person. He, I don't know what he's doing either. He's standing there with his hand up on the uh, wall of the gate and his ear to it, just... Just listening. Yeah. And looking at his hand. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, what does that mean? Me, he want to go kill some walkers. I think that's what it, uh, I was thinking. He wants to go kill some. He feels yeah. 
He feels more alive when he's in the he's, life and death situation. Exactly. Or something. I don't know. I think you're right. I think you're right about that. Ugh. I was thinking, okay, Rick, you done went all the way off. <laughs> but that was a good episode, though. It had some good moments. It did have some good moments. Mm-hmm. But that kissing shit, I don't know what the fuck is up with that. I know. I it's don't devious. like it. Yeah, it's not good. Mm-mm, not good. Okay, well, I think we got through everyone, so let's get on to our feedback. Okay. Our first piece of feedback is from Ozzy John, and it's on Remember, which hey, is Ozzie last, John. the last uh, episode. Hey, sisters and Sister Speak Nation. How are things? All is well here. Anyway, here is my feedback for the episode Remember. Okay. One, another good episode for me. This half season is becoming my favorite since the first half of season three. I think this is because they are being faithful to the comic a lot more. It has also helped me keep feedback short by staying spoiler free. (laughs) Oh, we appreciate that part. Yeah. Two, my favorite part was I imagine the same as most other people. When Glenn knocked the douchebag down. Oh, yeah. It shows how tough our group is. When someone who is not considered the toughest in our group easily takes down the person who would be one of their strongest. That's true. That's That's a a good good point. Yeah. Three, I'm no engineer, but do the support beams for the fence seem to be on the wrong side? Yes, they are. Yes. That's, yeah. Shouldn't they be on the inside for when a mega horde pushes up on them? Yep. And human attackers could just climb them and jump inside. Yep. Yep. Which, yes. Four, so who has the gun hidden, excuse me, so who has the gun hidden in the blender? My prediction is the emo teenage girl. Which is what you said last week. Yeah. This could have happened after Carl saw her in the window of that building near the gate at the beginning. I also wonder if she has her own, if she has her own shady reasons for going outside or is she involved with the three exiled people mentioned earlier? Hmm. Yeah. See, we were talking about that too in the last But episode. I think them three exiled pe- people mentioned earlier, that's them walkers around that building where he held, we, uh, hid the gun. We don't know who they, who, you know, we don't know. Hmm. Number five, I particularly enjoyed particularly enjoyed listener feedback for the last episode. Everyone had some of their best work. That is me done. Have a good one, everyone. Cheers, ladies. Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John. Yeah, we got some great feedback. We did get some really good feedback last week. We really did. Okay, and I think Ozzy John also had an email for this past episode, Forget. So let's go ahead and read that now. Hey, sisters and nation, how's it going? All is well here. You threw out my feedback timing <laughs> by, being early, <laughs> by being early last week. We weren't early. We was... Yeah, we were kind of late. Just 10 minutes after I sent my feedback for last week, the episode was up and posted. Oh. Here is my earlier feedback for The Walking Dead Forget. One, another good episode. However, it is the worst for this half season so far. I think so, too. I am enjoying these slower episodes, but every so often some action is needed. Maybe they are saving it all for the upcoming 90-minute finale. Mm-hmm. Number two. No, Brother Ray, you weren't alone in noticing the support poles for the wall were on the wrong side. <laughs> I did notice it, but sent feedback in too late. And thankfully, as it turns out, Rick noticed it as well. Yep. These fools are so naive, they couldn't even build a proper wall. Yeah, but you know what? Her husband's supposed to be the damn architect. 
There's got to be a shit. reason why that shit's the opposite way. It is weird. Mm-hmm. Three, Carol is awesome. I bet the child actor had nightmares that night after <laughs> filming. I bet so. I feel for that kid. Number four, I think the A and the W symbols are like a r- rationing and or a checkout system for the guns. Something to ensure supplies were handed out evenly. Although I'm confused as to why the child will just have the stamp ready to go. Yeah. I don't know about that because the W's are on the walkers outside. Yeah. They're not on anybody inside. So I don't get it. And I was confused because when he said, oh, mom, he doesn't have a, he doesn't have one. I didn't see nobody else with no stamp on them either. Except her, they had them. Oh. Her family had them. Did she have one? Yeah, because oh, she, okay. because uh, when she says, hey, Rick, and she lifted up, didn't she lift up her hand or he lifted up? I don't know. Anyway, hmm. I think they had them, the okay. family. Uh, number five, things are falling into place for my far off prediction of Daryl to die when Morgan joins our group. He better not. And now that Daryl is a recruiter, he may discover Morgan out on the road. Either they will be rescuing Morgan from trouble, or Morgan will be rescuing them from trouble. But whatever happens, Daryl may get it in that moment. If I'm wrong with, with this, my next prediction is a Brokeback Mountain love triangle. <laughs> oh, Lord. Because of the time spent alone on the road with Aaron. I could be wrong. Oh, Lord. Anyway, that is me done. Have a good one. Cheers, Ozzy John. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ozzy John, for that email. Thank you, Ozzy John. Oh, let's hope not. You know, I didn't think I about that. I don't want to see no broke back mountain nothing. Mm, mm, mm. Well, since nobody else is having romance mm, mm, on the mm. show, I mean, Daryl so far hasn't even shown any interest in nothing. So, I mean, mm. it would just be weird and out of place, I feel like. That, yeah, they, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. And as much as I wanted Rick and Michonne to hook up, I didn't want to see it. You know, I didn't want to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see Why? all the lovey-dovey holding hands and shit because it would be too weird no, it in this rough-and-tumble world they're in, you know? No, it know. wouldn't. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. thank you, mm-hmm. Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John. Okay, our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hi, sisters. I know I missed sending feedback in for the last podcast. A lot is going on right now. In the midst of needing a lot of emergency repairs in the house, busted pipes and water heater, mom was put on hospice care. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. She's in the last stages of, stages of Alzheimer's now. Oh, oh that I'm is sorry, so Shalita. Sad. Sorry, Mama Shalita. Hmm, that's awful. We'll have to say some prayers. Yeah. To speak nation, we need to say some prayers. We to, need to, to pray for Shalita's mom. And Shalita, too. For and Shalita. That. Mm. Yep. I just wanted to keep you guys updated. I remember back in the day, I used to play the True Blood podcast in the car, and she loved the music you guys used for the intro. Mm-hmm. I, I remember me- that. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. Shalita. I remember that, too. I remember the shout outs you guys always gave her, too. Thanks for that. You're welcome. I'll send feedback when I can. This past week was bad due to the repairs and such. Thanks so much for providing hours of entertainment and laughs. I really need that right now. Please keep us in your prayers, Shalita. 
Thank you, Shalita. And we will all pray for you and your mom. Definitely keep you in the prayers. And I guess you need some repairs because you in Philly, so your pipes must have busted with all that damn cold and snow and shit. Probably could have. I bet so. And her water heater, she said. Mm -hmm. But see, I mean, the water heaters will blow no matter where you are or what weather is. They will. Mm -hmm. I had one of them bust one. But they seem to always do it in the winter. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But it's a Dang. mess when they do burst. It's a mess. Well, Shalita also, um, that was, let's see, that was, um, I guess that was last week right after we did our podcast. Mm-hmm. But she sent another one out uh, since then. Okay, good. So she's got one that says, the subject line is, um, The Walking Dead, a.k.a. The one where Carol scared the crap out of everybody. <laughs> she sure did. Hey, sisters. Hope y'all are well. There's yep. a lot going on right now, so I'll keep this short. Here's my feedback for the last The Walking Dead episode. Okay, so let's play her audio file now. Okay. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. This is going to be short. Um, it was a slow episode, but it was interesting. Because it looks like the people are winning over um, Rick and Daryl, but Carol is still like, uh-uh, I ain't feeling this. And can we all disagree that Carol is the scariest mofo out there? I'll take the cookies, Carol. Please don't kill me. Because <laughs> Carol don't play. Oh, my goodness. Carol is scary as hell. <laughs> but um, not much to say. Glad they found a bike for Daryl. Um, I still feel that Jesse is skanky and was flirting with Rick from the get-go. She saw him walk out there with no shirt. She was like, mmm, I gotta have me some of that. So, I don't know why she was up there on the talking dead like she ain't do something. She wasn't feeling that. Anyway. <sighs> Rick is turning into Shane, apparently, because he wants this man's wife. <laughs> Though the husband does seem a little douchey. But everybody in that town is douchey. Poor Sasha is really freaking out over, well, she's got a lot of reason to freak out. Just let that woman man the, 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 the clock tower and call it a day. Then again, maybe she's scared she'll start shooting up the live people. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't like that Michonne put her sword up, but I know she's trying. She wants a normal life. We'll see what happens. Next week looks interesting. We finally see Father Gabriel and Eugene again, so we'll see what best they get into. Um, that's it. Thanks. Bye. Well, thank you, Shalita, for that voicemail. Thank you, Shalita. And, yeah, this, this episode was just like, I don't like Jessie. Yeah. I don't like her. I don't like her either. I don't like her with Rick, and I don't like her. I I don't like her. I think you're right, too. She was, she was too familiar early on. I mean, immediately. Oh, I'm from the pantry. They told me to bring this over to you. Then she starts right in ogling him. I can about, cut your hair. Yeah, I can I cut your hair. I was a hairdresser in my farm. Because, you know, I can feel on you then from from behind. That's what you were doing. <laughs> Ooh, dang. I don't like her. Shalita also says, I feel like we're just counting down until A, Rick and them take over, and two, whoever is carving W into the Walker attacks. Yep, I think so too. That's all I can think of. Until next time, Shalita. Well, thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. And thank you for taking the the, the uh, you know time out to you know send us some email and voicemail and stuff because we yes. know that you're really worried about your mom and we'll all pray for her. Yes, we'll be saying some all prayers. of us. Yep. Okay. Well, our next piece of feedback is from. Yep. 
uh, Michael. Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael. He says, just stumbled onto your Walking Dead podcast, and all I can say is, why the hell haven't I been listening to you guys before? Yeah, why not, why Michael? Not, Michael? <laughs> I love the insight into the po- episode with your great sense of humors. I was cracking the fuck up the whole time. <laughs> Michael. Well, thank you, thank Michael. you, Michael, and welcome to the family. Welcome to the Sister Speak family. <laughs> We're glad you're listening. Yes, so glad you're listening. Mm-hmm. He didn't have anything else to say, but he loves us. So. Well, that's good. That's enough, right? That's good. Love nice it. and short and sweet. And sweet. Thank mm-hmm. you, Michael. We like that. And our next email is from Special K. Hey, Special K. Hey, Where Special you been? Hey, I know. Hey, sisters. Special K from Waco here. I couldn't even wait till the show was over. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> WTF is Rick doing eyeballing the new bitch and then kissing this heifer? I know. Mm. I'm so ticked off right now. Oh, I'm glad somebody else is mad too. Special K, that's it. That's all she can say. See, I'm with you, Special K. Thank you, Special K, for that email. Thank you, Special K. You know, I'm glad other people are mad too, because I am real PO'd. And then, as you pointed out, uh, Sister K, she was trying to sound all like deep and philosophical on the talking dead. Shut up, bitch. Damn, oh, I don't, Sister J. No, I want her gone. See, and I didn't see, I, I don't think I saw that talking <laughs> dead. Right, well, see, I saw that talking dead, and it was, uh-uh. Or I was doing something. No. Something. She need to go. Yeah, I don't like She that. had too much damn talking to say to be so brand new. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Shut the hell up. Anyway. Thank, thank you, Special, special K. K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another short and sweet one. <laughs> Okay, our next email is from Zombie Cat. Hey, Zombie Cat. A.K.A. Lisa in Fort Worth. Okay, cool. Hey, sisters. I'm cutting right to it. We are actually sitting here just starting Talking Dead with my husband and I. Can't even talk about how annoying I found this episode. Probably annoying in a good way because I'm thinking about it and writing about it. But just, ah. (laughs) I was listening to your last show just today and thinking that this whole town thing could be a great transition for this show to just let our main characters have a relatively safe place to play out hopefully many episodes of the show to come here there are opportunities for conflict both within the gates and then and from zombies and from marauding whores and zombies without it could set the show up to have a base for a while like the prison did yeah and clearly these wolf people are out there also there is the husband of deanna i thought for sure he was one of the exiled and how did all those people go three years without drinking all the wine? Yeah. That's a good point. Maybe they got their own grapes, though. They could. Mm-hmm. They, have, they seem to have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no. Rick kisses that Jesse? No, just no. I know. Michonne put on a damn dress? Uh, yeah. He's acting weird and not in a Rick way. At the end, with the fence, I thought the moment was good. I didn't groove on all the rest of his weird kissing and just general skeeviness. <laughs> when Michonne takes her katana back down, it will be on. It will be on, Until yeah. Until then, she has her tiny cocktail sword and drunk Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> Carol is being good, excuse me, Carol is good being evil and crafty, but the whole scene with the kid was just weird. <laughs> Obviously, there is no way that whole thing will remain a secret, but it was way weirder than it needed to be. Whereas I literally thought she grabbed that piece of candy to show someone, oh, this is why I came in here. A kid could be easily fooled that way. Oh, uh, you know what? 
I didn't think it was weird at all. I uh-huh. thought it was excellent it was, scene. She was trying to intimidate Yeah, Sarah. she and she intimidated her, but I she was she trying did. to scare his ass, and she scared me, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she took the chocolate because she just wanted some more chocolate well, for her. Well, and, and now that could be, too, but she had to take the chocolate because... She was going to make some more cookies? Yeah, she, she was really going to make some more cookies. Or at least... I thought she was getting it just for her. That's it could be. Thought. It could be. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't know that Rick promised more cookies, I don't think. No. No, because that happened after she left. But she already told the kid, I'll make you more cookies. After she snatched the chocolate. That's true. So, uh, Daryl still hasn't showered. I like that he is friendly now with the guy next door and glad he's going to get a bike. And he would be a good scout for a group. It's the perfect thing for him. Yep. Sasha is the only sane person there. Mm hmm. <laughs> Poor Buttons, sad face. I know. They've all already gone weak. Already. I'm just banging my head against the wall. Take the guns and hide them. That's all. Daryl won't even take a gun? Blah. I think Carol is going to die at the end of the season. I hope not. I hope not. But, you know, any of them could go, honestly. Mm. Also, at the end, where Rick is all weird, did you notice he's standing on Morgan Street? Oh, is he standing on Morgan Street? Ooh, Ooh I didn't notice the street. Name. I didn't notice that. No, oh, cool. maybe that's a foreshadowing for Morgan's gonna come. Yay! See, but we said we saw his ass, didn't we? He, they bet not let him come for one fucking episode, so, and then all the way to the end. And now it's all the way almost the to end. the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He ain't there yet. Mm. Now watching Talking Dead, as I mentioned, I love, 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 love Kevin Smith. The man, he is sweating like a freak. Until next week. Which one's Kevin Smith? Zombie Cat, a.k.a. Lisa in Fort Worth. Thank you, Zombie Cat, a.k.a. Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Kevin Smith was the guy in the jersey. Yeah. And he was sweating profusely. Mm -hmm. I didn't see that episode then. I don't Mm -hmm. don't know. I guess I didn't pay attention to that girl. Yeah, see, she wasn't saying nothing. Mm Mm-mm. No. Yeah, he was sweating a lot, but he seemed like he um, he really loves the show. So that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm with you. The fact that Daryl won't even take a gun, I get you're trying, but to not take a gun, yeah. that's just not smart. But. Especially knowing someone took y'all's, the right. one that Rick snatched up. But I'm thinking back. Daryl doesn't really use a gun a lot. He uses his crossbow and a knife. Yeah. True. See, so, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. that's not that far off it's anyway. It's not that far-fetched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Okay, our next feedback is from, ooh, Robert from the Bay. Hey, Robert. Hey, Where Robert. you been? He says, hi, Sister J and Sister K and the Sister Speak Nation. Yay. Which I coined some time ago, but I never get credit for. Oh, oh Robert. Robert. Well, we're going to start crediting Robert with the Sister Speak, Speak Nation. Nation. I honestly couldn't remember who coined it. I thought it was Jackie. Mm, but I maybe it was Robert. Okay. Kevin Robert. They're both on the West Coast. Okay. <laughs> Look, y'all, we get okay. so many emails hey. we can't remember, but thank you for reminding us, Robert, and thank now you, we Robert. will recognize you until we forget again. <laughs> he says, it, and he even put a sad face on here. Oh, Robert, we sorry. Poor Robert. 
<laughs> this is Speak Nation by Robert. Robert from the Bay. From the Bay. It has been a minute since I wrote in. Yes, it has. Yes. But I'm still here and still listening to the sisters and the nation during my Saturday or Sunday morning runs. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Lord, no. You be running. Mm-hmm. Aren't you in San... No, wait. Jackie's in San Francisco. I don't know mm-hmm. where Robert's at. Oh, he's at the Bay. He's at the San Bay. Francisco. Okay. Well, ain't there a lot of hills that you got to be running up on? <laughs> That's a lot. I'll make this one short and sweet. Carol is the best scary storyteller ever. Yes. Rosarita is hot. <laughs> you got everybody calling her Rosarita. She looked good, though, at she the party. All did. cleaned up. She did look cute. He says, Jesse is hot. Oh, hell no. What? Olivia is a dumb broad. Who's Olivia? Oh, she's the, the pantry lady. Yeah, the pantry girl. Tobin trying to get into Carol's drawers. Uh-huh. Sasha needs some anxiety meds. Yes, she does. Aaron is not so bad after all. That's true. Aaron's growing on me. Eric is still annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Abraham is a drunken poet. Michonne, <laughs> Michonne better not retire her katana. Uh-huh. Maggie is the future lady version of the governor. Mm-hmm. Rick is a go-getter, and Daryl bet not get soft. That's right. Okay, that's my time, ladies. Love ya. <laughs> P.S. Jesse is the redhead made from season one of American Horror Story, Sister J. Robert from the Bay. Oh. Oh, I don't. I never. You know that what? One. I never watched the the first one. That was Asylum, wasn't it? No, the first one was just in the house. Oh, okay. See, I didn't watch uh, uh, American Horror Story then. I only watched it from, the, from Coven. Coven and uh, Freak Show. Those are the only two I watched. And I tried to watch it. I watched several of the first uh, season. Of which, which one? I, I liked American Horror Story. But which one? Coven or? No, the very first season. It oh, was the very a, first one. All it was was American Horror Story. It wasn't no extra stuff. Oh, okay. It was just a couple in a house. But I didn't watch all of them, mm-hmm. so that's probably why I don't recognize this woman mm. in there. But anyway, okay. Well, thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert we from the Bay. Appreciate you writing us in, and I uh, I appreciate you posting pictures of your adult beverage that you having. Oh my god! When you are watching that The Walking was... Dead, you was drinking some hot shit. Thank you. <laughs> It looked good though. He was but you, he, that brown, brown liquor. liquor. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was serious stuff. Mm-hmm. Thank okay. you, Robert. Thank you, Robert. Okay, and our next piece of feedback is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. That was one excellent episode of The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's pretty good. First off, never mind being afraid of the zombies. Holy shit, Carol really scared me. Yeah, I know. Imagine what the little kid felt. Mm-hmm. Has Carol gone to the dark side? Oh, absolutely. No excuses, ladies. I knew someone like that, and they meant every word they say. <laughs> that is why you believe her. Yeah. I don't think she's gone to the dark side, but I think I think she, she had to do something to make sure they didn't get caught. And I think she's... You know, she don't have she don't care if it's a kid, adult, or whatever. I think Terminus has changed her forever. Well, I think it's not just Terminus, it's uh But it's the all flowers of flowers and everything. It's everything, yeah. I think she went she's gone to the dark side. On a lighter note, Daryl is gonna build a motorbike. 
I know he will be happy to get lost in that and have wheels again. Aaron seems like the only nice, honest person there. Yeah. Well, we he, don't know. Though. He's growing on me, but yeah, there's probably something. Man, oh man, when those zombies took down that horse, I cried. Uh-huh. So very realistic and so very, very sad. I know. I do not like the woman. Rick is so hot to trot for. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, buddy. <laughs> that reminds me. Harpo, who that woman? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, she say, Harpo, who just said woman? <laughs> if y'all ain't seen the color purple yet, y'all missing it? Ooh, yeah, y'all missing it. Has Rick gone to the dark side also? It looked as if he truly wanted to shoot the husband. Oh, yeah. We know he will kill him eventually. He's going to kill Pete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just do not like the character of the woman he is infatuated with. I don't either. I mean, I can be available if he wants to sow some wild oats. <laughs> <oops. laughs> Buddy! But I know that's right with his shaving self. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Now that reminded me of the horse again. Oh. Michonne hung up her katana. That was a sad also. I really do not think these people are going to be happy with this lifestyle. I don't think so either. I know someone living down the street through his own choice for many, many years. I took him to live in the guest house up here to get him off the streets. He was so bored with not act- with no activity going on and no people all around. He begged to go back to the city and streets of New York. Mm. He is fine on the street, but you know there are a lot of zombie wa- zombies walking those streets of New York. Mm-hmm. That's nice, Bunny. That's very yeah, nice. Yeah, that, that's do. very generous. I don't know if I would do that. Mm. I'd have to know the person really well for having come up to my house. I probably wouldn't do it at all. I'd just give him some money. Long email for me, so I will stop now. Much love to the sisters and the nation. Looking forward to hearing what y'all have to say about this episode. As always, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny, Thank you, Bunny. for that email. You are so nice and generous. Ooh, I know. She's so sweet. Mm-hmm. So sweet. But yeah, Bunny, I'm with you. I teared up with the with the horsey. I did. I didn't tear up. I did. It was sad. I was so shocked. I just mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was a little bit sad. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, our next piece of feedback is from Carrie Lynn. Hey, Carrie Lynn. And she uh, titles it, or the subject line is Carol's Sweater. <laughs> And this is short. Hey, sisters, here's a short-ass email for y'all. I love tough Carol, but damn, she threatened a child. (laughs) She's turning into a psycho in a sweater. (laughs) As always, love the show, Carrie Lynn. Uh, Thank you, Carrie Lynn. Lynn. (laughs) Yeah, but I thought thought that was excellent, though, that she threatened that kid. I just thought it was really good. Because how else are you going to impress upon him? You can't tell people that. Especially when she asks him not to tell anyone. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, I tell my mama everything. But I tell my mama everything. She had to. Mm -hmm. Although she likes to always threaten kids with some secrets and shit. Yeah, well. She did that shit uh, at the prison with the knife class. Well, hey, you know what? I say, go ahead, Carol. Yeah, threaten his little ass. (laughs) He had no business climbing in that window after you. Well, no, that's true. Mm -hmm. That is very true. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Ray. Hey, Ray. Hey, sisters. Hope all is well. Callie is great. The weather is wonderful. (laughs) Okay, let me dive right in. (laughs) If the Alexandrians have been there since the beginning, it's like two years now. Yep. Why haven't they already assigned a constable? Plus, 
If the group is so kumbaya, then why do they need Rick and Michonne, brand new people who don't who you don't know, to come in and be a constable? That just came to my mind when I saw Rick and Michonne all dressed up. There has got excuse me, there has to be some sort of angle. Mrs. This is the New World Order is playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. I would say the what previous... What happened to the other constable? I would say the previous ones got bit. Because didn't she say we... Hmm, no. I can't remember if she, she said, said we had a sheriff before. Well, she... Or if they had a preacher before. She said something to the effect of... We had a sheriff before. When we got there... Yeah, because that's those how windbreakers was already there. Something or like something that. like yeah. that. Yeah, I can't remember now, but mm-hmm. that's a good point. I took so, a like. Uh, whoever owned them prior to Rick and Michonne yeah, got bit, bit banished or something. She did say we banished th- three people. Yeah, hey, might have been <laughs> sheriff because you know sheriffs and constables are powerful. She says, "How long will it take Rick and Jesse to get it up?" Mm. She is always in his face. Yeah. Her husband is a doctor. He should know where to put it. Trick, go back to your husband to get your itch scratched. <laughs> Leave Rick alone. He doesn't need to get caught up in new triangles. Ain't that the truth? That is so true. But see, we forgot to talk about her husband being a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think her husband be tapping that booty. <laughs> and not in the other way. I'm sorry, I didn't say that right. <laughs> no, you didn't say that right. Her husband be... Beating that, beating booty. that booty, and and but she's off. I mean, it, it, I don't know. Maybe she's trying. I don't know what she's trying to do, but she need to back up off Rick. Yeah, but she's not. They're gonna have them together. Carol is about it, about it. Yep, her gangster level has risen fifty points <laughs> easy. That little boy will be having cold sweat nightmares from now on. Forget the boogeyman and monsters under the bed. Mommy, the walkers are trying to eat me. <laughs> Every time he sees Carol, he should be tripping over himself to run away from her. <laughs> I'm a little upset that Michonne has not been pulled into the inner circle. I noticed that the old council of Rick, Carol, and Daryl, minus Herschel, are back together. Yep. I think Michonne should be in the mix. She has earned her place at the table. They're not going to put her they in there. They better not give her a backseat storyline. Well, the reason why Rick and them didn't Include Michonne. Because she's too gung-ho. And, and, and it, exactly what Abraham was talking about. Because she's the one that said, hey, we, we let's, going. Let's go. We need this. Yep. We need this. We, need this. we going. Yep. So, yeah, I I thoroughly agree with their assessment that just for now, just them three. Because those are the three that seem to be the skeptical. The originals. Well, but they're also skeptical. You're right. Yeah, Rick's playing along, but Rick is skeptical. Mm-hmm. His feelers are up. Yep. And, of course, Carol uh, started out playing the game. Right. And Daryl is not about to conform. I don't think so either. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but Maggie has conformed in there. All the other ones. Because they want to believe it. Exactly. So bad. Mm-hmm. So it's plausible to me. Yeah. Uh, she says, I think Sasha had the right idea to go off on those people. Mm-hmm. All you worried about is cooking dinner when there are walkers on the other side of the wall trying to make you dinner. Yep. These people need a reality check. At least the other spooky places knew what was up. These people act in Stepfordish. <laughs> okay, that's it. I'm probably over my word count. Sister J, give me a pass. <laughs> I'm still new. Wink, wink. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Take care, Ray from Cali. P.S. 
Did Daryl chow down on that spaghetti or what? I know. I don't know about you, but I don't think I would be down to eat or drink any red food or drink post-zombie apocalypse. Mm. Not even the tasty red Kool-Aid. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, I'd be a little suspect if there's a bunch of meat or something. Well, thank you, know. you Ray, for that uh, email. Thank you, Ray. And from I Cali. mean, you, you you got a point, but as long as I mean, I'm sure with that spaghetti, he could tell that that it was like uh, tomatoes or something in it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that would be the red. I and I did not notice blood. that there was any meat in that spaghetti. It just looked like either. spaghetti and sauce. Oh, I just added that myself. I was thinking yeah. about the meat part. But but yeah. Um, and, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, though, because we had talked about that, if there's going to be some meat. And that is, you know, when when they showed the table at the party with the little hors d'oeuvres and all the I snacks and stuff, I didn't see no meat. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I didn't either. I saw some fruits and some veggies. Vegetarians or something by now. Mm -hmm. And and like chips and stuff, but I didn't Mm -hmm. see no meat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray. Okay, and our next piece of feedback is from Joy. Hey, Joy. Hi, sisters. Attached is my voicemail, but wanted to let you know I love this episode. Thanks, Joy. Okay, Okay, so let me play her voicemail now. Okay. Hi, sisters. Oh my goodness, I loved this latest episode. It was just, I don't know, the word I'm probably going to use a lot is crazy because everyone is going crazy. And by everyone, I mean our group. Our group of people are going crazy. Oh, geez. Poor Sasha is going off the deep end, but at least, you know, she's wearing her emotions on her sleeve and there's nothing, um, I guess, uh, scary about it. You know where she's coming from. Whereas freaking Carol and Rick are just crazy. Carol was so scary. You know, I was sitting there watching the show with my husband. And I told her, oh, my God. I told him, oh, my God. You know, there's Carol with that kid. She's going to kill him. Well, She didn't kill him, but what happened, I think, seemed even worse. Oh, my God. Tie him to a tree and leave him there for the walkers to get him. Oh, geez. The whole time she was saying it, I felt like I was that kid, and I was so scared. I thought, oh, my gosh, I will not say a word. But anyway, just so scary and crazy. And then Rick, I don't know, he was really, really creepy when... At the end, he reaches for his gun almost as if he was going to take what he wanted, meaning um, that gal, Jesse. He wanted Jesse, so he was going to take her. I suppose he has urges, but, you know, I'm still, um, I'm still shipping Rick and Michonne. So hopefully, I don't know, who knows what will happen with that Jesse, but this town is just... I don't know. There's just something a little off about this town. Rick made a good point when he said, why would they give authority to a bunch of strangers? You know? Um, Still loving Aaron. There's something about him that I just really like. But I don't know. I don't know if I should trust him or not. But um, anyway, they sure got Daryl, though, on their side. So who knows what's going to happen. Anyway. Thanks, sisters. Can't wait to hear what you and all the fam have to say. Thanks. Bye. 
Well, thank you, Joy, for that voicemail. Thank you, Joy. That was great. And you know what? I'm with you on Aaron. He is growing on me. Yeah, I, I'm liking I mean, him. But- I trust him a little bit better now. Not not 100% yet, but but. I'm with you. Yeah. I kind of like Aaron. Because what he said made sense. He it, it doesn't make perfect want sense. His, his boyfriend out there to get hurt because his boyfriend's not as stealthy as he is. Exactly. Or as, I don't know, good out there as he is. So he mm-hmm. wants to keep him safe. Right. And Daryl does know what the hell he's doing. He does. He knows how to track people mm-hmm. and shit. And as far as Rick and Michonne, I think we're going to wait forever for that shit. You know Obviously, what? they done brought this trickety-trick-o up in there to take the place of of his urges, you know? That was funny, urges. Yeah, because, well, but he is acting horny, though. I don't even think it's that. I don't, whatever it is, after two years, come on. And I was wanting him and Michelle to get together, but now that he's kissed this old Jesse trick, no. <laughs> Michonne too good for Rick now. Yeah, hey, that might be true. <laughs> it is true. I'm here to tell you. It mm. is true. Mm, mm, and you're mm. right. Carol was freaking me the hell out. Oh, too. she was scaring me. Yeah, and I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she really, she needs an award, though. She I needs an award. Think, oh, that was so good. I did think at first glance of this scene, when that little boy showed up, that she was going to kill him. Because I'm like, well, shit. I mean, she's already killed some, a kid now. <laughs> it might be I easier. Didn't, I didn't think but she was thinking, what, what else she going to do? Because Carol don't play. Yeah. You know, what if this boy says, I'm not going to keep quiet? What would she do? She'd have to kill his little butt. I'm glad she didn't, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was way worse. You know, I think he'll stay quiet. He'll stay. He'll be. <laughs> I kept thinking, <laughs> he's going to be at home talking about. I don't want that Carol lady coming over. <laughs> well, why, honey? <laughs> and he's like, uh, and I don't know. Say nothing. Nope, you can't. Oh, Thank no. you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. Okay, our next email is from Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hey, ladies. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, well, well. It's surely going to be a feat trying to write this email as short and sweet as possible. <laughs> Laugh out loud. But I will try. Number one, after watching The Talking Dead, I feel Jesse was really taken aback with Rick kissing her on the cheek at the party. I think that too, but I don't think she was resistant to it. I don't think so, neither. Of course, I was expecting Rick would get on with Michonne instead, but we'll see. The actress who plays Jesse was great on The Talking Dead, though. See, I didn't see that one. Uh, okay, I did see The Talking Dead, and I disagree. She like was her. just as annoying to me, <laughs> on the Talking Dead, and it's probably because I don't like her character That's on the Walking what it Dead. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two, love the scenes with Daryl and Aaron. It was it was nice how the actor who played Aaron put it on the Talking Dead that both him and Daryl were outsiders. It was terrible to see buttons go that way. It had a very throwback feel to the pilot episode. Yeah. Yes. Yes. With the that horse, horse that Rick was riding. Yep. Mm-hmm. Three. Rick is really changing in this episode, and I don't think it's for the good of the group. I listen to this one podcast that generally talks about random topics, and sometimes they talk about The Walking Dead. Ever since the show came back after the winter break, one of the hosts suggests that maybe all this time, with the exception of the termites, that possibly Rick's group are the bad guys. I can kind of see a shimmer of light toward that theory because of what we see at the end of the episode when Rick reaches for his gun 
After seeing Jesse and her husband walking around the street. I don't, I don't, I, I don't well, agree with that. Well, I, I do think that after the la- the episode where they first got there and Rick says, if they can't get along, we'll just take it from them. But that's not what he said. What he's saying is, after watching all these seasons and stuff, he thinks that Rick and, and his group are the bad people. No, they, the show said that after the winter break, oh. they suggest that maybe all this time, with the exception of the termites, yeah, that Rick's group are the bad guys. Right, all this time. He's talking about the whole two years. I don't no, agree. I disagree. I don't think so either, but I, I do think with that statement Rick made at the end of that one episode, we'll take it from him, that he could easily turn into a... But that's a that. whole different question and a whole different issue because the stuff that they've been through, you've seen some cannibal people eating, up, eating, up, eating off the leg of one of your friends, yep. and then you've seen... That whole shit all pretty nearly come to get uh, getting bled out in terminus right. and stuff. Yeah, it's going to change you. Oh, yes. But, but they haven't been that way the whole two years that no. the apocalypse has been. No, no, no. I'm saying, though, that if they do decide to take Alexandria, mm-hmm. they will be seen as the bad guys. Uh, because the people that are in Alexandria I, will see them like well, that. Anyway. That's your opinion. Yeah. I disagree because I say take the motherfucker over. Uh, of course you would say Hell that. yeah. Of course. Uh, number four. <laughs> oh, he says, I can kind of see a shimmer of light towards that theory because of what we see at the end of the episode when Rick reaches for his gun after Jesse and her husband are walking around the street. Number four, the only thing Carol left out to say to that kid who followed her into the gun house was, look at the cookies. I found it. <laughs> I oh, found like it, look at the flowers. Uh-huh. Yeah. I found it hilarious how nonchalant the way the kid said that he was just, excuse me, the kid said that he just has to tell his mom about where Carol went. Hmm. Also curious if any of the viewers will try placing eggs, replacing eggs with applesauce when baking cookies. I've heard people doing that. I haven't ever done that in recipes. Yeah, I mean, some people to make do it that. moist, to make it moist, yeah. more moist. I was gonna say moist. Well, and, and people, people that eat gluten free shit, they do that too. I don't know. Well, I do because we have a person in my office who bakes gluten free shit. It'd be nasty. <laughs> well, I mean, if you were intolerant, you would have yeah. to eat it. I don't eat nothing that, that's gluten free. I don't either. I don't think. It tastes bad. I don't even know what, I don't even think Trust I Trust me, you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor gluten-free people. <laughs> well, hey. That's awful. Mm. And finally, five. With only three episodes left, where is Morgan? Thank you, Joseph. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. From the preview we were given for the final three episodes, it looks like the uphill battle will go even steeper than ever before. I just hope somewhere in those three episodes we finally see Morgan again. I mean, we've only seen him twice, and it's always been a teaser at the end of the episodes. It will be interesting if he has been following the group's cookie trail all the way towards Alexandria. Can't wait for the final podcast. Joseph from Las Vegas. P.S. I've been re-watching the Game of Thrones from the very beginning on HBO Go via my Chromecast. I've already, I'm already at season three, and I stopped after watching episode two. I just cannot wait for the new season. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Joseph. Joseph. And uh, uh, HBO is starting with season one, I believe, this uh, coming Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah. Every um, day? Some, somebody sent me a tweet about it. Is it, a, is it a marathon or are they doing every day? 
I think it's a marathon. Oh. I think. I watch it. Although yeah. you can watch it on demand easily. But. Yeah. I think it is. But it's on a regular, you know, HBO. So Right, right. Yeah, yeah I can't but wait But thank either. you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. And I agree with you. Where the hell is Morgan? Like we said earlier, mm-hmm. we hope we don't just see this fool once and then we and don't then, see him again. Uh, yeah, until the finale or something. Right. You know. Which is looking like what is happening yeah. because... We're almost at the finale. Well, and I cannot, I, uh, uh, this is a little off topic, but I can't remember which one of you listeners, uh, without looking up right quick, posted this wonderful, wonderful picture on our Facebook timeline. But it shows Morgan where he's touching that tree, and it says something to the effect of, I don't know if I should go on because they be killing brothers. <laughs> so y'all go on our Facebook page to look at it. It's hilarious. It's really funny. Mm. It's really funny because that's the truth. Well, we ain't there yet, Sister mm. Jay. We ain't there yet. Yeah, but hey, they killed uh-huh. Otis, T Dog, Tyrese. Who else? Well, I just hope Bob. that if we don't see him now, that we actually get to see him in the next season and actually have him there. Yeah, that's true. You know? All right. And I did see an article where they are, they did green light the, um, the runoff split. What do you call that? Uh, 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 spinoff. Uh, spinoff. The spinoff. Of they, they're going to be Dead. Walking Dead in L.A. Yeah, which I'm actually interested. I would, I'll would. i watch it because I am interested to see how other people, you know, we've been with our group for five year, seasons now. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to see some other people or like, I don't know. It just be well, see how other people are handling. From my point apocalypse. of view, I'm, it will, for me, it will be just like other television shows. I'm willing to give it a, yeah, a couple three episodes, episodes. Mm-hmm. and if it don't grab me by the third, but some series, I'm out at one, like the Royals. I did watch the premiere. I won't be watching episode two. I don't even know what that is. Oh, please. It's real predictable and real. <laughs> well, anyway. I don't even know what it was, so I never It's about watched. the royal family. I, th- um, I think I told you about that once before with um, Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, well, playing the queen. And, I could have told you that shit probably wasn't and Joan, no good. Joan Collins is playing the queen mom, but hell. Joan Collins? Yeah. Her old ass? How old is she? 80 some. Woo! But, but she would be appropriate. She's the queen's mother. Oh, she looked on there. She looked well, good. they haven't showed her yet. That's the only reason I was watching. <laughs> shit! Show the grandma! You know? Oh. Because she is too tough. Because you know she. Because you I know she can do some soap opera shit. Now, she can. Yes, she can. She can do some soap opera shit. But, you know, it started out to be halfway cute. But, however, for those of our listeners who, who watched it, you know what I'm talking about. They made the kids a stereotypical spoiled, ungrateful brats. They have a stereotypical, oh, the prince, the future king is messing around with one of the butler's daughters. Oh, that's such cliche shit. You know, they should have done something different. Yeah. But anyway, so I won't be watching it. But I did watch the first one. I didn't even watch it. I don't know. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. Okay, our next uh, piece of feedback is from Kim. Hey, Kim. Baltimore. From last week, FYI, last week I abbreviated the Alexandria Safe Zone as ASZ. 
Okay. That's right. Remember, we were like, what is ASZ? That's right. Alexandria okay. Safe Hey, Zone. well, can we be kind of dense sometimes? So, you know. Where do we see that at? I don't, I don't know. know. You I don't to, or at least put it in parentheses or something. Something, y'all, now. Look. Shit. We be forgetting. <laughs> if, if we saw that, I have no recollection of, hey. of, of that ever being shown on the show. I don't know. Um, on, to, on to forget. Holy crap, Sasha has a serious case of PTSD. Yep. And Carol is the boogeyman. Yep. Come here, little boy. The nice lady has some candy for you. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Rick, Daryl is going to move in on Michonne if you don't wise up. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen either. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Carl will grow up and make a move before Daryl <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's a good one, Kim. Rick, <laughs> you are not allowed to shoot someone to get his wife, even in the zombie apocalypse. I tell you, ain't that the truth? Ooh, I hope they don't make him do that. Mm-mm. I really like seeing Glenn and Maggie support Noah and Abraham with Michonne. Yeah, me too, though. I did like to see that. Oh, I really like Glenn and Maggie support Noah and Abraham with Michonne. Yep. I like that it's not just Daryl feeling uncomfortable. Yep. Our group has been through so much. It's unrealistic that only one of them would have trouble adjusting. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there's several of them, but they're not. See, Michonne, I think she doesn't want to admit it. Right. That's her problem. She keeps hers internal. Yeah. She can see it in her Mm -hmm. face when she's like looking around. Mm -hmm. She's feeling some bullshit, but she she don't want to believe it. She doesn't want to admit it because, Mm -hmm. I mean, let's face it. Like I've said several times, and I'm sure she recognized. She said, we going. Yep. She said, because mm-hmm. Rick was balking. Yep. And she said, oh, no, we going. Yep. We need this. They you know, did. So, they did. So I'm sure she feels a little responsible. Well, I mean, she was right, but they did need to stay cautious, though. Exactly. I'm starting to really like Aaron. I don't like Eric too much because it seemed like he was snobbishly laughing at Daryl's table manners. Well, he was. You don't laugh at a guest in your home, even <laughs> if he is a caveman. Well, but he was laughing at him. He was. Yeah. Of course, Daryl was too busy inhaling his spaghetti to notice. <laughs> Guess Norman Reedus likes spaghetti better than worms. <laughs> I didn't take it like he was laughing snobbishly, though, but he was kind of like... He was laughing at his he, table manners, He so. was. Cause, he was. I mean, damn. But exactly. I don't think, I do not get a sense that Eric is that snobby kind of person like that, that no. would do it to hurt a person's feelings or, or to be sarcastic or condescending. He yeah. was just, you know, teeing to, 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 to Aaron, really. You know, like, oh, look at that guy. You know. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he meant it to be mean or, or nothing like that. I don't get a sense of, of that. I don't either. Mm-mm. But. Uh, glad Rick pointed out the flaws in their security, and Deanna listened. Yep. There's trouble coming for sure. I just hope they get the place better fortified before it shows up. They won't, though. An outstanding episode again. Thanks, Kim from Baltimore. P.S. Got to Montana on the 5th. Got the new grandson on the 6th. Oh, look at this little baby. Aww. <gasps> oh. Congratulations. Congratulations. Kim. Kim. Oh, he is adorable. Oh, oh so and look. Cute. And, and I love to see the little socks on, on their fingers because, you know, baby's fingernails are so jiggity jaggedy. Yeah. yeah. They'll scratch up their little face. Oh, what a cute. Oh, he's brand new to the world. Brand look at that brand new, new baby. I got a little blue hat on. Oh, he's a 
cute little booger. What's his name? Did she say what she his name is? She doesn't say his name. Oh. He said, well, hey, Kim's grandson. Hey, Kim's grandbaby. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, that is so precious. Thank you for sharing this little picture. I like his little sweat outfit. Oh, that is so adorable. That's cute. That's adorable. That is cute. Oh. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> oh, man, that's a cute little baby. Mm-mm-mm. Can you imagine? A brand new baby. No. Yeah, but they, they they cute, though. They are cute, but they're so teeny tiny. I know. And it's a big responsibility, too. Yep. A, a whole nother human being. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Tony. Hey, Tony. He says, um, there were some covert spoilers in the feedback section this week. It really annoys me when people do this. The same thing happened last season with all the Terminus predictions that just came out of thin air. <laughs> Please just keep it to yourself if you have info on where the show is going. Read them, Tony. Read them, Tony. <laughs> Read them, Tony. Because we don't know. We yeah, because be we reading. don't know. We See. just be reading the damn emails. Mm-hmm. And that's all Tony said. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Hey, feel free to read them anytime. Read they asses. Because, <laughs> yeah, we don't like that. No. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> Okay, and our next piece of feedback is from Tim. Hey, Tim. Good eye, Tim. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. How's it going? <laughs> no, you do not. I haven't sa- been practicing. No, I was going to say, you do not sound Australian. Big Brother Australia went off a long time ago. <laughs> and his subject line is, Sasha loses her shit at the only other black woman in the whole town. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But you know what, Tim? I did see another one over in the corner as she was talking to the one. Oh, really? Yeah, there was another one. He says, hello there, the amazing sisters of the JK and Nation variety. (laughs) I hope that you're all well and happy. Yep. There definitely are a number of weird things going on in Alexandria. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on the episode, particularly as I think I missed the point about the zombie with the W carved on its head and whether that has anything to do with the A stamp Rick later picked up from Jesse's son. Do you think someone is trying to spell out the word wanker? Because it's a, a bit late. Tyrese died a few episodes back. <laughs> oh, Lord. See, I don't know. They didn't really I don't know. They didn't really point out anything except to say, except to show us that, that he had a W card in him. They yeah. didn't tell us anything else besides that. Yeah. And they haven't explained this effing stamp yet either. Yeah. I'm loving the podcast. It's funny. Last week was Sister J hypothesizing <laughs> that Jesse would end up being digmatized. Ho number four. Number five. Wait. Ho number four. F A W. Four. Five. But man, was she ever wrong. Last year we wondered if there was a male equivalent to Trick Ho and what we'd call them. And it turns out that we now, that we have to now call Daryl Bike. Di- Oh, Lord. Bachmatized hoe number one. Jeez, Daryl, can you put your tongue back in your head now? Oh, because of the bike? Because of the bike. Oh, Lord. Bachmatized hoe number mm, one. Mm, mm. That's different. Yeah, that's different. We'll see. If Come he, on, Tim. We'll see if how, you know, because if he turns his back on his other people, then that's when we can Yeah. Think. Did anyone recognize Rose or Rita when she walked into the- <laughs> I call her Rosarita. 
But he see the way he typed it, Rose or, or Rita. Rita. <laughs> Sounds like Rosarita. <laughs> Did anyone recognize Rose or Rita when she walked into Deanna's party all cleaned up? Yep. Man, that is such a shame. <laughs> I was loving the whole Laura Croft Tomb Raider look on her. Oh, Lord. And now she's walking around in a gray cardigan, damn it. <laughs> I saw the same thing happen to Nev Campbell in the late 90s. Oh, Lord. Someone put her in a cardigan and all the sexiness disappeared forever. Oh, Lord. Tim, now didn't Sarah Newland have a cardigan on yeah. at some point? Damn. And still loving Sarah Newland. And, so. she, and she even had a hoodie on once. Yep. Remember that hoodie? They, yep. And it was gray, too, Tim. I think so. <laughs> the thing that's most disturbing is Abraham's nipples, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> Those things can cut through diamonds. Oh, Tim! I gave him a hall pass when they were out in the open as he was wearing a singlet. But even <laughs> after he's washed up and locked behind a thick polo shirt, those headlight beams are on. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Someone get that man a jumper. Please tell me I'm not the only one to be freaked out by him. Oh, hey, you must be because I didn't even notice it. Now, Tim, I didn't notice a thing. Oh, you're eyeballing him too close. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice it, but I, I was just happy that he had actual clothes on with sleeves. Because <laughs> I'm a, you know what? I'm going to have to go back and look I'm at that scene. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Yeah. And I'll bet $5 that Sissy J has at some point in the podcast so far <laughs> declared that the actor playing Carol needs to win an award. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Jim. You win about $25. Because she did. I did. She did. I did. It's been about half a year since Sissy J handed out an award for acting. So we're overdue for that. <laughs> But I think the last time you said it was with the flowers with Lizzie. Yeah. That episode. She should have won an award for that one. Shit. Yeah, she should have. Um, Carol was just terrifying in that scene. She was. Sisters, I haven't been that scared since some poor fool left a one-star review on the Sister Speaks iTunes page. <laughs> I know that's right, I know Tim. that's right. Mm-hmm. Before I go, a quick shout out to poor Bunny, covered in 25 feet of snow. I know. Bunny, if it makes you feel any better, I'm off to, on my holidays to the Gold Coast in Queensland next week. Oh. Where the weather is a chilly 30 degrees Celsius, which is 84 Fahrenheit. Thank you, Tim. For oh, putting, Lord have mercy. Thank you, Tim, for putting that conversion in there. <laughs> <laughs> trying to convert that shit. 84 degrees. Damn. I will recline by the pool with a tall blue drink and think of you. Ooh. And laugh and laugh and laugh. Damn. All the best to the nation, Tim. Oh, thank you, thank you Tim, Tim, for that funny email. Hey, Tim, the Gold Coast is where they film. What? Dream World at the, on the Gold Coast is where they film Big Brother Australia. Ooh. It's in some, like, amusement park. I think it's an amusement park or some kind of mm-hmm. entertainment complex or something. Well, I maybe he can get some autographs really, or something. Well, they're not filming it right oh. now, so. Okay. But um, that's the only thing I know. That's the only reason I know it, because of Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> have okay. fun, Tim. That yeah, have fun. So nice. 84 degrees. That 84. sounds beautiful. Because it's cold as shit here. Oh, it's, it's not cold. Yes, it is it cold. It is not 
60 degrees is not cold. Well, it wasn't enough 60 degrees today. It was warmer than that today. Mm, I don't think so. Yes, it was. It was cold. And it was 80 degrees yesterday. Well, it now it has, this week has been off and on, but all this rain and gray skies again, ugh. We're about to float. <laughs> float away. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Manny. Hey, Manny. Hi, Manny. <laughs> hey, hey, ladies. It's been a while since the email in, but I've just been sitting back and enjoying the podcast. Okay. I've come up with a few questions while listening, though. We'll keep this shit short and an appropriate length. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm scrolling. Looking. <laughs> it's look kind of long, Manny. Mm-mm. Number one. Uh, going back a few episodes when we first met Aaron, they said clear twice in that episode. Once when Rick socked Aaron in the face and Michonne asked, were we clear on hitting him? And later in that episode, Aaron tells him not to take road 27, but to take 16 because they've cleared 16. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is this, is this a clue about Morgan showing up sooner than later? I wonder. Well, obviously not because he ain't there yet. He ain't showed up yeah. yet. Uh, number two, that is interesting, but I think you might be reading. I mean, maybe, uh, yeah. maybe it's a hint. I don't think so. Number two, when meeting Deanna, she said she would have been a poker player had she not been reelected into politics. Do you think she could see through Carol's act of being a Phoebe, a, excuse me, a feeble den mom? No. If not, then why give her that background? Where would those skills come into place? Do you think they will come up at another time? Yeah, probably, but no. She is not seeing through to Carol. No. Carol is too convincing. I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like um, the poker player isn't so much... She thinks she's good at reading people. She thinks she's good. But she, as we've seen a couple of times, hasn't been able to read a couple of them. Exactly. You know, and Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if... You know, the poker player is more to hide her stuff more than she can read other people's stuff. It could be. I don't know yet. I haven't figured her Mm -hmm. out on that one. Because, see, let's face it. What If you've ever watched that world poker player tour, that world tour, the poker player tournament, Mm -hmm. the the thing about a poker player is you do not let people know or show on your face what hands you got. As you're bidding higher and higher. Right. You know, because if you got like three aces and two kings, you want to go, oh, shit, I got this. But you can't. You can't because nobody will. So you have to be deadpan and, you know, serious looking and all that. I mean, that's the way I took it. Like she meant not so much that she could discern. Now, if she was a psychologist or something, maybe. Well, I, I think that she's a little bit of both. But I feel like certain people she's not able to get a read on. And she's not going to be able to read. Well, I took it like mm. politicians of all the people, they are, they are as good as lawyers with bullshit. Yeah. I mean, they are. Spewing it. Spewing bullshit. And uh, talking all around and round and round in a circle and not saying nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Politicians and lawyers are really good at that. So yeah. that's the way I took it. Interesting, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three. Bunny, I'm so sorry about your winter up in NYC. I know. I'm down in the deep south of Miami, and we got down to the low 50s for about four days. <laughs> I mean, damn, we barely made it. <laughs> Some ninjas made up a I Survived t-shirts at the flea market, and you know I had to run and get me one. Mm-mm-mm. Four. 
I'm so glad we don't have another trick hoe in this community, but looks like Rick is turning into our trick dick. Yep. What? Didn't see that shit coming. Oh, Jesse gonna be the trick hoe. Trick hoe number four. Oh, gosh. Walking dead. Why do you do this to the women? <laughs> I know it. You mean he reached back for his gun just because he saw Jesse or Jessica? I don't know. I just call her that chick <laughs> who was a young maid from season one of American Horror Story <laughs> and her husband walking down the street. Uh, apparently so. Yeah, apparently. Number five. I agree with you, Sister K. I hate those CSIs drip, drip from the headline Law and Order shows. They are so annoying. Ugh. <laughs> well, not so much annoying as freaky and disturbing, <laughs> and I just can't watch them. I think the very first one with that uh, uh, Peterson guy, that was good. Then they just did too much of it. CSI uh, or New Orleans, CSI Miami, CSI this, CSI well, that. But Sister J, mm. all of them shows are getting ratings and they're still on. Yeah. Not all of them, but most of them are. Mm-hmm. They got rid of Miami, I think. CSI Miami or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, number six, I agree 100% with Linda from Portland with her thoughts of Diana's, excuse me, Deanna's community Wanting Rick's group there for protection from something else. Yep. I mean, we've all seen the walkers who've been bisected with the W's etched on their foreheads. Yep. But my real question is, why the fuck has no one said anything about it? Really? I mean, this ain't shit you see every day. Yeah. Now, that's a good question. That is a good point. Manny. That's a good point. There's been no conversation about it Rick at didn't all. didn't go back and say, hey, while we was out there, we killed a walker that had a W on his face. Have you seen that shit before? hmm Or, hey, when we was trying to bring Aaron to your house, we ran into a whole bunch of fucking torsos. hmm Yeah. Yeah, there's Have been no conversation at all. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. The first time they saw this, they were understandably busy with carrying Tyrese's big ass, but that's some shit you put a, a pin in and address later. Yeah. But then to come across it again and Rick not ask Deanna or her asshole son who's out scouting if they've seen the same thing and have any clues on to, as to what's going on. This calls for my favorite phrase. What the fuck? Who the fuck? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Okay, yeah. who was doing it and yeah. why? Yeah. Finally, I have to agree with Myron on his thoughts about Daryl being the next one to go. Now, I don't, hope not. Now, don't blame me if this shit comes true. I know how y'all do. Laugh out loud. Hey, it hey, not come well, this true. better not be no fucking spoilers, Manny. Yeah, we're going to come back and get your ass. Tony, is this a spoiler they were talking about? Mm-hmm. I don't, see, I don't even know. Tony didn't tell us what the spoiler was. Mm-hmm. But it became a clear idea to me when the, when the horse didn't get saved. Something wild and untamed trying to be caught and domesticated and failing, and failing, excuse me, and falling to death instead. Also, him being the most resistant in assimilating into this new society, aside from Rick, only to now start and give it a chance and show signs of healing after Beth. That's, that's the point. Yeah, that's a good point. We've Damn, all, they better not get rid of Daryl. We've all seen with this show that hope breeds death. So if we are correct, all fingers point, well, not to me. <laughs> Thanks so much for your podcast. Still waiting on Empire to get on demand on DirecTV. I started recording five episodes after and waiting for the precious ones to, excuse me, waiting for the previous ones to pop up, I may have to acquire them elsewhere. Mm-hmm. 
A. Manny Meep. P.S. Oh, poor little Meep. Yeah. Yeah. P.S. Wasn't American Horror Story such a waste? When they come back, they have only one episode to grab me, or I ain't about to waste my time with that show. Well, I probably won't be watching American Horror Story Hotel because Lady Gaga's in it. I'm not into that shit. Season- <laughs> you know, I mean, come on now, get a get a fucking real actress in there, not she some. Is, oh, please, she's some damn singer. Season one, even with its issues, still has yet to be beat, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody says too. Yeah, I now see. I watched the last part of season one, and it was good. They said it was the best. Mm-hmm. I think because it was new. Could be so. I, I did like Coven, though. Thank you, man. I like Coven, too. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a nice reference to Meep, the actor that played Meep. Because he passed away, right? Yeah. He's the one that got hit. He got hit by a car. By a car, hit and run. That's awful. He was jaywalking. Mm, that's yeah. awful. Yeah, I know. That's awful. Okay. okay. Um, our next piece of feedback is from Cece. Hey, Cece. Hello, Sister K and Sister J and family. It's Cece. Holy slurping spaghetti noodles. Good show overall, I felt. That child will be, will be scared for life now and will never ask for a cookie again. <laughs> Could Carol have put on an uglier sweater? <laughs> no, that was pretty Everybody's bad. down on her sweater. Sasha needs to spend some time with the sisters and have a drink. <laughs> Rick may be going a bit Shane on us with his new ugly ass. Oh, Lord. With this new ugly ass H-O. Ho. Ho. I mean, really. Michonne is much better looking and would kick her ass up and down Morgan Street. Thank you. Did you catch that street sign at the end? Oh, yeah. Little, yep, that's what somebody else said. I think it was John that said <laughs> mm-hmm. that. Little worried for Daryl. I don't want him to get too comfortable. Nothing but better happened Nothing better happened to him. Uh, that's what I'm saying. He seems so vulnerable for some reason. Mm-hmm. No, Michonne, don't put up your katana. Thank you. Can't wait for the next episode. And now that I found your podcast, I can't wait to hear your thoughts. You are awesome and always give so much to your fans. Best podcast there is. Yay. Thank you, Cece. Thank you, Cece. Okay, take care, everyone, and look forward to hearing everyone's take. Cece. Thank you, Cece. Thank you, Cece. For that compliment. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, our next piece of feedback is from Coco. Hey, Coco. Hey, Coco. I like your name. Um, at the end of, uh, they have done it to me again is her subject line. Uh, at the, after the end of last year, I thought that I would give up on Game of Thrones. But then after a year and seeing the season five trailer, they have me hooked again. (laughs) I won't say what was in it, as I know you ladies are spoiler phobic and might not have seen the trailer yet. Oh, we've seen it. We've seen it. Anyway, it encouraged me to hunt out your season four Game of Thrones podcast. And I again found myself laughing at and along with you two ladies. I hope you guys are okay, And I'm really looking forward to your season five podcast. I hope real life stuff doesn't get in the way. Uh, yeah, it won't. Usually it doesn't for Game of Mm-mm. Thrones because it's later in the, you know, it's that time of year that's not so crazy. I have one <clears throat> suggestion regarding the length of your podcast. Have you thought of reading the feedback and deciding what you want to share with the Sister Speak family before you tape the show? This way you can just choose a handful of responses that cover all of the events covered in that week's episode. Don't be trying to change our shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say. 
say, uh, I mean, don't Coco. we try to change our shit, Coco? I don't think we do this because that's the way we want to do our podcast. Well, I think Coco is trying to be kind because if you recall, you might have blocked it from your memory, Sister J. No, I have not blocked it from my memory. Our very first episode back last season mm-hmm. was that five motherfuckers. Yes, it was. One. But you know what? That's what we do. And what did we do? We scolded the family. We scolded the children. And they got a spank down. And yep. they shortened and they, that, they shit shorten up. that shit up. Anybody who gives us feedback, we're going to read. So if you don't like it, Coco, fast forward. She's just giving us... Okay, hopefully this way it will reduce the length and the size of the podcast box. Mm. I don't know how much it costs to host long episodes of multiple shows, but I know from listening to other podcasts that it's an expensive hobby. Well, that I ain't appreciate- even... Hold on. I appreciate that at the moment you don't have audible adverts. And if possible, you could just direct people to your website to read the full email. Look at here, Coco. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop. Look at here, Coco. (laughs) We didn't ask you for no suggestions about how to do our podcast. (laughs) We don't give a fuck if you... Wait wait a minute. No, no. We don't care whether you like or not that we don't do advertising. You talking about totally irrelevant shit for our podcast. This is a podcast about The Walking Dead. It ain't about how we do our podcast. Can I finish it real quick? Hurry I'm up. sure that your family of contributors <coughs> would not mind just a name check shout out for most oh, you don't know. Hell. Of, their contrib- uh, of their contributions and a slightly more in-depth reading of their feedback on the occasions that they wonderfully encapsulate a scene or event. Anyway, it is just a suggestion. I remember when you stopped doing the long recaps you used to do at the start of your True Blood reviews and how it saved you some work. Anyway, looking forward to listening to you guys break down season five no, of you Game ain't. of Thrones. Best wishes, Coco. Well, let me tell you something, Coco. <laughs> Don't write this shit again. <laughs> Coco, thank you for your... Oh, hell no. Hey, thank you for your suggestion. Hell will... no. Listen, Sister J, <laughs> thank you for your suggestion, but we will not be... Implementing, implementing none of it. the suggestion because that would change our show. Plus, that would probably take double work because then but we... But that isn't even... Okay, hold on. Wait, no, no, listen. Coco's suggestion was to try to save us work. But what Coco don't realize is that if we had to sit and read every email before the podcast and pick and choose based on what the show was about, that's more work. Okay, first of all, we Sister K. We read everything, Coco. First of all, Sister K, you're giving this too much talking. That's too much talking. You've you, been talking. You don't, you don't owe no explanation. We do the shit like we want to do the shit. We read every single person's email yep. unless they say in their email, oh, please don't read this. Otherwise, we read it, like I said before. We haven't had many of those. Right. If you, if you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. Well, Coco, Fast forward. Coco says she's going to listen to it. Well, hey, they don't, don't write that shit no more, Coco. Coco. I'm sorry, but hey. You started some mess, Coco. Hey, I'm sorry, but that uh, hey, that kind of ticked me off because it, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant to what we do. We didn't ask you for no suggestions. Uh, okay. Thank you, Coco. You should have put on the bottom of that email, don't read it out loud. Because, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're going to get read. Shit. Oh, Lord. That was totally irrelevant. 
<sighs> okay, well, thank you, Coco. No. We hope you actually do listen at, after this. Uh, well, you know what? To the Game of Thrones podcast. Well, hey, you know, you do or you don't. Whatever. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, since Jay saw to y'all. <laughs> well, okay. Hey, you know what? Mm, I don't like that. Mm-mm. Our next feedback is from Alex. Hey, Alex, I hope it's better. <laughs> I hope you got the for real feedback on the walking dead. Now, don't dead. be schooling Alex now. <laughs> we ain't even read his... Okay. Come on. Hey, sisters. It's tax season, so I've been too busy to leave feedback, but I had to write on my, in on my lunch break. That is right. I've got right, lots season. of stuff to get off of my chest. Well, okay. shit, Alex. Uh, whose taxes you doing? Because I need some tax help. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my shit together. I know. We only got it's, about two or three more weeks for it to beat the deadline. No, anyway. it's like three weeks. April 15th. Yeah. Yeah, so Ooh, that's not very long. I better get with it. Shit. Okay, number one. I feel bad for saying this, but it's gotta be said. When Glenn took his eyes off the road and hit all those Dan Walkers, <laughs> I couldn't help but thinking that this was just inevitable. Inevitable. Yeah. Yep. These Asian drivers are a. That ain't even funny. Yes, it is. No, it ain't. Yes, it is. <laughs> and you know why. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's awful. I'm sorry, y'all. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Now okay. we got it. We got it. Uh, oh Lord! We, <laughs> Dis- disclaimer. Disclaimer. That's awful, Alice. Now we gotta do a tax man joke to get back. Oh Lord! Number two. How is my man Rick going to be carrying a baby in one hand and a two-handed <laughs> rifle in the other hand? Can you picture Rick trying to shoot someone with that big ass gun while keeping the baby balanced in the other hand? That is a good point. That kid would end up deaugh immediately. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Bless her heart. She is cute though. She is cute, she little is baby. She is cute. How dead is stigmatized hoe number four's husband? Oh, Pete's dead. It hasn't happened yet, but a man all that's left but man, all that's left is to figure out how it's gonna go down. Yep. Rick is apparently crazy. Why on earth did he reach for his gun while he was walking by? Yep. It's like watching two animals in the wild fighting over booty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Mm-mm-mm. Number four. I don't usually like white women, but she could get it. Lord Alex. Alex, what, what is wrong right with you today? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Oh, Lord, have mercy. Number five. By comparison, Daryl looks like 25 times dirtier now. Everyone else is cleaned up. <sighs> I know you don't want to assimilate, but I mean, you, you took showers before the apocalypse, right? <laughs> Six. I think the horse getting killed was an analogy for the group. Aaron kept trying to save the horse, but it was too wild and kept running and ended up in a bad situation. I hope not, but otherwise, why the hell waste time on this horse scene? Mm. Oh, that's an interesting... That, now, that's a good that's point. That's an interesting point. <clears throat> Seven. I'm curious. Are those W's cut into those zombies' heads or M's? If it's... <laughs> what? They're... <laughs> <laughs> Alex! They W's! Alex is smoking something, yeah. y'all. Are you high at work, Alex? 
Alex, are you coking or smoking while you on the job? Lord, Alex. Fucking up people's taxes. <laughs> <laughs> if it's W, of course then the wolves are coming and the Alexandria people aren't going to be a threat. Be the threat. Oh, if Lord. It is, in, is that a damn spoiler? Probably. Alex, Alex. shit. If it is M, I'm thinking it's Morgan doing his clear thing. Then Alexandria would probably be the threat. Either way, can't wait to find out. Number eight, I'm 95% sure that Noah's uncle is Morgan. Maybe that's a pipe dream, but Morgan is definitely on the way. Alexandria is a suburb of D.C., and Morgan knows Rick and the gang were headed there. Yep. Now that's true. But I don't know about the uncle thing. I, I told you that from Jump Street. I know you did. I, I don't believe you. I agree with you there, Alex. I think Morgan is Noah's uncle. Number nine, Carol. Damn, that kid is never going to be right in the head again. <laughs> Was all that really necessary? Oh, yeah. She went into great detail about how she would murk him if he talked. That's right. I think you had him at Hello and them cookies. Hmm. Also, these people may not shoot or fight much, but I guarantee that the big girl takes good inventory and those missing guns will be a problem. I don't think so. Alex, her name is Olivia. Oh. Don't call her the big girl. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Damn. He wrote a whole politically incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> he showed it. <laughs> Number 10. Why the sister got to be the one to wild eye at the party? And why did no one from her group have her back? Mm. Why has no one told anybody about what she's been through in the last week? Sasha is going to end up shooting someone, and I, for one, would be here for it. And she could get it, too. <laughs> All right, y'all. I guess I'll do some work today, so I'll hang up my sword for now. <sighs> Sorry this was long ass, but I had to do some catching up. Constable Alex the Taxman. Ooh, Lord, Alex. 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 You a Alex. hot mess. You a hot mess. Lord, thank you for the email, though. Thank you, Alex. Oh, Lord, have mercy. (sighs) Mm, mm, mm. He started out talking shit on people. He was talking mucho (laughs) shit. For real. (laughs) All y'all, that was Alex the Taxman, not Sister's Beat. (laughs) Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Dwight. Hey, Dwight. Hey, Dwight. I noticed this, too, but I read the comic, so it's not a problem for me. Uh, he's talking about the spoilers. He noticed the spoilers also. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it is best not to draw too much attention to these spoilers, because if you haven't read the comics, you won't know that, that these predictions are real, really spoilers. But then again, I suppose that they are spoiling it, really, because once these ideas are circulating, then when it does happen in the show, it's not really a surprise, because the idea has been put out there. Yep. I think the person who spoiled it this week doesn't even read the comics. They probably just listen to another podcast or something, where they talk about these spoilers. Mm -hmm. But for those who know the comics, it's obvious this person, who I will not read, knew stuff that was going to happen. I say to them, what is the point? Nobody is impressed when somebody predicts something in this show because we all know that many people know what is going to happen anyway. So just keep these spoilers to yourselves. Thank you. Anyway, great show as always, sisters. Dwight. Thank you, Dwight. Thank you, Dwight. For that read. Thank yeah. you. That was awesome. That was a good read. I like that. So, yeah, keep that so shit So all y'all yourself. listen up, all y'all that like to do some spoilery shit, keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. 
Um, our next piece of feedback is from Judy. Hey, Judy. And her subject line is a Rickmatized hoe. <laughs> I like that. That's, I like that too. A Rickmatized hoe. Uh, hello, sisters and the Sister Speak family. I am so through. What is Rick doing kissing this married heifer? See, that's what you said. Thank you. He's no, uh, he knows for all, excuse me. What is Rick doing kissing this married heifer? He known for all of 10 minutes. Yep. I have been a proud shipper of Rishon since she found <sighs> Rick and Carl last season. Yep. Anyways, I'm hating this new relationship, quote unquote. Rolling my eyes. Interested to hear your take on this, Judy. Thank, Thank you, Judy. And uh, you can rest assured that I'm rolling my eyes, too, every time I see I it. I rolled my eyes. Ooh. I was not happy about it. I was it. cussing at the TV. And I am more unhappy about the fact that they had Rick doing it because that's yeah. not even Rick's character. That's not even Although, his character. Although, the only thing I can speculate, which I think you actually speculate, is maybe he's running some kind of game or something. Mm-hmm. But other than that, what the fuck is he doing? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. And yeah. he's married. That's Her the only thing right that makes there. sense is that he's running some kind of game, maybe trying to get some off-key information, make her feel real comfortable. And or I don't know. Trying to get her husband jealous, but I mean, her husband wasn't there. Husband wasn't there at the time in the room. Well, you know, if he was trying to fuck with the husband for, well, you know, I don't even know why he would yeah. do that. It just isn't in his it character. Doesn't add up. No, it don't add up. It don't add up. But thank you, Judy. Thank you, Judy. Yeah, we feel like you do. Okay, our next email is from Leslie in Tulsa. Hey, Leslie. Hey, Leslie. Hey, sisters and Sister Speak family. First time this year I've been able to send feedback for The Walking Dead. Oh, cool. What a serial episode this was. We all hoped the group would find sanctuary at least, but I don't think I fully understood what an adjustment it would be once they got there. The people of Alexandria seem too sheltered and clueless to have survived for this long, mm-hmm. or for very long. I think one of the reasons Rick considers taking Alexandria, if they, the Alexandrians, <coughs> can't make it, is because he views them as a huge liability in a safe place. Can't really blame him. And I still can't get past Deanna wanting to establish a government now, two years later, yeah. with all newcomers. Yeah. Shady to the nth degree. Yes, yeah, something shady. Yeah, something shady about that. See, something, something, something's going on. This episode was way too packed to talk about everything, so I'll just list a few moments that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, Michonne and Abraham discussing her sword. Yeah. Two, Daryl and Aaron in the garage. You could see mm-hmm. on Daryl's face the relief at realizing he still has value to the larger group, and that Aaron recognizes it. Mm-hmm. Three. Cookie Monster Carol. <laughs> Creepy and awesome. Cookie Monster Carol. Oh, yeah, that's good. Four. The exceptional acting chops displayed by Soniqua Martin as Sasha. Yep. She's suffering serious PTSD and the heartbreak and pain on her face was palpable. I know. I love when she yelled, that's what you worry about? Mm-hmm. Bitch, a few days ago we were eating dog on the side of the road <laughs> and about to die from dehydration. Ain't that the truth? That's all for now. Leslie in Tulsa, a.k.a. Swanky Martini. Uh, thank you, Leslie. Thank for you, that Leslie. Email. And that is so true. It was, Yeah, it's just been a couple days. Yeah. But they was eating dogs on was, the side of the road. Yep, it, mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. And, about to, and about to die from thirst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, 
I don't blame her for going off, really. Yeah, that's true. And she didn't want to be there anyway. They forced her ass to go there. Yeah. Or Deanna did. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next feedback is from Jackie. Hey, Jackie. And her subject line is, look at all, excuse me, look at the all-purpose flower, little boy. <laughs> look at the all-purpose flower. All-purpose flower. That's good. That's pretty good. Hey, lovely sisters and the Sister Speak family. This was another awesome episode. Carol was cemented. Carol has cemented her position as queen badass mofo for me. I know. And I freaking loved her stone cold snitches get stitches <laughs> to that stupid kid. That's what you get for spying on grown folks, you little shit. I know it. For everyone calling her the cookie monster, I feel like everything she said was basic parenting 101. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Dang, Jackie. <laughs> Between my old school Vietnamese parents and my much older three sisters, you know my ass was kept in line with plenty of psychological trauma <laughs> because that shit is effective discipline. Yeah. If that kid was spying on an old Vietnamese lady, his little ass would be dodging house slippers chucked in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Given all the boring-ass cocktail parties or work events that we've all suffered through, I think we can all relate to Sasha's losing her shit. Oh, yeah. We've all had to grit our teeth like Carol when some lame-ass trick won't shut the fuck up about her new mashed lima bean diet. I know. I loved how jarring it was for us as viewers to watch them react to a normal house party. Mm -hmm. Our team did not struggle for all this time to have to listen to some nagging cow prattle on about a damn pasta maker. <laughs> As always, thanks again for another great episode, and I can't wait to hear the family's feedback. I just wanted to give Bunny a quick shout-out since we're in her neck of the woods right now. Oh! Cool! Nate and I are... Well, this is um, a little bit old because we're a little bit yeah. late. Nate and I are celebrating our anniversary early by spending a week in New York City. Ooh. Bunny, you're so lucky to have access to all of the phenomenal delis I've already eaten my weight in pastrami, chopped, <laughs> chopped chicken liver, and matzo soup, ball soup. Matzo ball. Matzo ball soup. The best New York City souvenir has to be the extra weight you carry back home with you. <laughs> or at least that's how I'm justifying scarfing down all the bagels and pizza like Daryl with his spaghetti. <laughs> Love, Jackie. P.S. Nate says, hey, sisters. <laughs> Hey, hey, Nate. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie, Thank for the email. Thank you, Jackie. Oh, you guys uh, uh, got to see all the snow and everything, too, then. I think so. I guess it's, so. It, it's, that weather's been snowing up there. Wow. Just think. See, I have been wanting to take the diners, drive-ins, and dive tour, like mm-hmm. drive through, and go to all those different places that they highlight on diners, drive-ins, and dives, mm-hmm. and just go eat. Have like an eat vacation. Lord have mercy. That'd be, I mean, you'd have to walk a lot of it or something. No. But just go and eat at all those places that look so delicious on the I show. Know. That wouldn't interest me at all. Oh, I would love it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You gotta eat. <laughs> yeah, but mm-mm. But thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. For that funny email. Yes, and I'm with you. Uh, Sasha was justified. Yeah, she was. And Carol has scared even us. <laughs> Out in the world. Thank you, Jackie. Our next piece of feedback is from Ebony. Hey, Ebony. Hey, Ebony. Hey, sisters. This was a crazy episode. (laughs) What the hell is going on with Rick? (laughs) I was totally with him when he chomped on Joe's neck. 
And I was even with him when he was like, let's just take this place for ourselves. <laughs> even though that's kind of messed up. <laughs> but yeah. hey, our group needs a little break. And who knows when those crazy mofos are going to come try to knock down their walls and kill everybody anyways. Yep. You know they're coming. But why the hell is he reaching for his gun because he sees that trickety-ass trick hoe with her husband? <laughs> That's what everybody want to know. That ain't yours, Rick. You ain't Joe and her digmatized <laughs> ass has already been... You ain't Joe and her digmatized ass is already claimed. Claimed. <laughs> Ooh, I was screaming at my TV. I really wanted to see Rick and Michonne together. The only other digmatized hoe I can see Rick with is me. And I ain't on the oh! show. <laughs> so get your ass back over to Michonne, Rick. Okay, rant complete. <laughs> Do you guys think the Alexander... I mean, especially now that he's done shaved. I know. Yeah, he, he, looks he looks good. good. But, I mean, I'm off. I don't like this Jesse shit, so they need to fix that. Yeah, well, they're not, though. Do you guys think the Alexandria people are pretending to be weak? How could they have possibly survived this long if they are this pathetic? Aiden almost got bit fucking around with one little walker. And he stayed down for a minute when my baby daddy knocked his ass out. (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) He was down for a minute. Oh, Lord. They go outside their walls a lot, but seem pretty witless about it in front of the group. I don't think they're pretending, though. I think Carol might not be the only one acting. And speaking of Carol, what the shit? I'm surprised that kid didn't piss his pants. (laughs) Sam better not eat them cookies. And did Sasha leave, or was she just going to blow off some steam? No, she left. I think she was just going to go blow off some steam. Shoot some shit. I don't think she left for good. I think she left the party. No, she did, but she meant when she goes out the gate the next day. Oh, no, 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 no. No, she's just going for target practice. Yeah, I think so. Um, I can't wait to find out what the W on the Walker's forehead is all about, and hopefully we'll get to see Morgan soon. Yep. It sucks that we got to see what, excuse me, it sucks that we got to see that preview of him at the beginning of the season and then nothing. Nothing. I'll be listening to you guys very loudly over the sound of the construction going on right outside my office. For some reason, our company has decided to convert one of our break areas into a corner office. Even though we, there are plenty of vacant offices throughout the two buildings we have. But whatever. Mm. As long as it doesn't affect the promotion and raise I'm supposed to be getting at the end of the week. Ooh, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Anyways, I hope this wasn't long asses today. Catch you guys on Twitter on Sunday. Ebony. And she is Ebony at Tan, Ebony and Tan Ivory at the Movies Podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Ebony. Thank you, Ebony. And when are you guys going to have a new episode? That's all I want to know. <laughs> you pulling one of us. That's, uh-huh. what, that's what's happening. Thank yeah. you, Ebony. Yeah, um, they need to get on with the getting on with Morgan because we yeah. only got a couple episodes but left. Something tells me, though, that they, they've done exactly what we did not want done, and that is... Show him at the beginning, and then he'll be he'll show up at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank you, Ebony. Thank you, Ebony. Um, our next email is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hey, Myron. Hello, sisters. I hope you're well. Keeping it short and sweet, Sister Jay. Hopefully. <laughs> Let's get started. Okay. Carol the Cookie Monster. Looks <laughs> like she might get more than just weapons training from Tobin, huh, Sister Kay? <laughs> I don't think she wants No, she don't want him. You let Sam, Jesse's son, sneak up on you? Really? How about you stay away from kids altogether? Can you do that, Carol? (laughs) Thank you. I think she needs to stay clear of kids. Yeah. The problem is they keep coming up to her. Yeah. 
I mean, because he followed her. Daryl, the connection between Aaron attempting to bring the horse into the community might be akin to Aaron's attempt to bring Daryl in. Oh, uh, yeah, it was. I it just was. hope that Daryl doesn't meet the same fate as Buttons. Ain't that the truth? I hope not either. I mean, once they... People will be crying. Well, once he showed uh, Daryl the motorcycle, then I knew, oh, yeah, the he, little he, Buttons um, was a metaphor for Daryl. Um, Sister Kay, did Daryl stay for dessert? Just saying. Yeah, Bites are did. real loud, bruh. I think he's asking about a different kind of dessert. Oh, Bikes are real loud, bruh. You might want to reconsider that one. Well, he had one at the prison. Yeah. Can you get a haircut from Jesse, please? Hmm. I just would like him to wash it. <laughs> I mean, he can keep it long if he wanna. <laughs> Sam. How come nobody come? Everybody complains about Daryl's hair, but nobody complains about Eugene's mullet. I mean, we don't care about that's Eugene. That's ugly. I mean, you don't care. You don't see him enough to to have to complain, mm. really. I guess not. Um, Sam, Sister J, what do you bet Sam lost his appetite for cookies? And yeah. Sister K, who gives a dusty fuck about a damn pasty maker? <laughs> Yet another example of how sheltered, uninformed, and ill-equipped the Alexandria group will be when attempting to deal with an outside threat. Yep. They're going to see a damn pasta maker, all right. A human pasta maker. Mm-hmm. Rick, so if anything goes in the zombie, so, so anything goes in the zombie apocalypse, Reaching for your gun? What the fuck? Marital vows and everything? <laughs> Tell that to Shane, my brother. Ooh. Explain to me why you're still wearing your wedding band while you're at it. Uh-huh. Ooh. That's a good question. Oh, and why would you need Jesse when Michonne has been by your side, helping you raise Carl all this time? You might <laughs> want to know what happened to the last sheriff in the community. Yeah, Ooh. see? You tell him, Myron. Tell him, Myron, because we, we <coughs> did remember that there was a sheriff. Yep. The stamp of letter A references. Alexandria, Terminus train car, and the Scarlet Letter novel for adultery. Yep. Just saying. I that's, See, that's what you said. Yeah. I, I Scarlet mean, letter. I immediately thought of the A for adultery, since he was already looking at Jesse, and she was looking at him. Uh, yeah. And I was thinking about Terminus train car, but... And see, I forgot all it about that they both. were in car A. Could be both. Yeah. Michonne, <clears throat> when she hung up her katana, it was unsheathed yep. and hung with the hilt on the right, yep. symbolizing they are in a time of war instead of peace. You know, just by that scene alone, that it won't be too long before we witness the scene of Michonne going back to her weapon of choice. Oh, yeah. Random knowledge in my brain, sisters. Well, and, and, and because, like I said, why did she take the, take the cover off? I know. To have it ready when she needed Ready. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Deanna, you don't know shit about that life. Sasha was trying to put your ass up on game and you scoff at her? Mm-hmm. We will see what's bullshit and what's not in a couple episodes and see how you handle shit when it gets real in Alexandria. Because it's going to get real. My- Myron, is that a spoiler? Let's hope not, but we know something coming. Sasha, you meet one black woman who you can share shea butter with, and who? Can- oh Lord, no, he didn't, Myron. Myron, and who can keep <laughs> your hair game tight? And you're gonna scream on her? My- Not a good look, Myron. 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 <laughs> Damn, Sister Jay, why would they have a plus size woman rationing out the food? What you trying to say, Myron? Is Olivia eating more of her share of the chocolates? 
Oh, wow. What is with y'all talking about Ooh. plus size women? Ooh. You and Alex, Myron. Ooh, Lord. Okay, now. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Sister Kay, why does every man who encounters Rick start out by telling him his name? You're Rick. Jesse's husband did it last episode, and now Deanna's husband did it in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. The triumvirate. Oh, shit. I don't know what that is. That means three. The triumvirate has shrunk to two, sisters. Yep. I only hope that Daryl chooses wisely in the near future. I am referring to the scene at the end when Carol was handing out the guns to them. Yeah. But he refuses to take one. I really think Daryl will be gone, not necessarily dead, by the end of the season. Until next time, sisters, Myron. P.S. If you go back to the last scene where Rick was walking towards the sound of the walker... The street sign was named Morgan Drive or Street. Yep. Yeah, see, I didn't notice that until that, y'all thank mentioned Thank you, Myron, it. for that. Thank you, Myron. For that long-ass email. That, that was, was long. That was some long-ass shit, That Myron. was some long-ass shit, but it was good, it though. It was good, but it was long. But, but um, oh, <clears throat> I don't know what's, you know what's coming up, but I'm real irritated with the Jesse character, and you are certainly correct. Michonne been by his side. Helping his ass out, raising Carl, helping with Judith. So yeah, you know. Yeah. And he see the blonde chick and ooh, all of a sudden he's crazy. Mm, please. <sighs> That's such a stereotype. It's such a cliche, and it's annoying. Well, I just hope that we don't get any more trickety trick Rick or trickety trick Ho. But we getting it. Let's move on from it. You mm-hmm. did it. We'll just chalk that shit up to the writers getting crazy, and let's just let's just move on past. Well, I think we're gonna be disappointed because I bet you she's gonna be in every scene from every uh, episode from Ugh. now on, now to the end. What you bet? Yuck. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see that damn kid than her. Well, hey, I'm just saying. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Marilyn. Hey, Marilyn. Hey, Marilyn. Marilyn. Hi, Sister K and Sister J. I just want to say hello and that even though I'm not contributing to the podcast, I am still listening and enjoying them. My friend that I watched True Blood with gave up her cable, so I don't actually watch Game of Thrones or Walking Dead, mm. although I am trying to play catch up with Game of Thrones by buying the DVD sets. Oh, cool. As my dog Max was recently diagnosed with cancer, Aww. I must admit I have been feeling a very down lately. So the laughs and that I enjoy from your podcast have been very welcome. Oh, thank you for providing these laughs for me. Take care, your longtime listener, Marilyn. Thank you, Marilyn. Thank you, Marilyn. Oh, I'm so sorry oh, to hear about sorry your little about dog. Max. Oh, can I wonder if they can operate on it? Yeah, but sometimes you know it's it's inoperable. Yeah. Oh, oh. that's sad. That is sad. Yeah, we've had... Bless his little heart. Yeah, I understand about that. And that is just... Well, hopefully, you know, he's not in pain. And he's, yeah. you know, able to enjoy the rest of his life. And mm-hmm. just know that, it, you know, when the time comes, he'll be... At least he won't be in pain. Yeah. He won't be suffering. I just wouldn't, wouldn't want him and he had, to linger and suffer. And he had a great life. He's mm-hmm. with, you know, obviously. Yeah. So that's all you have to... Think about really. That's what I would think about. That's all you can think about. I hope I'm not faced with that with my doggies. Yeah, I mean, at some point, everyone will be faced with it. Yeah, with their loved ones and their animals and stuff too. So yeah. it's unfortunate, but okay. Thank you, Marilyn. Thank you, Sorry Marilyn. about Max, and hopefully, 
We can take your mind off of it for a little bit. Yeah, I'll make you laugh. Okay, and I think this is our last piece of feedback Woo-hoo. for this episode, and it is from Marcus. Hey, Marcus. Long time. Long time no here. <laughs> What's up, sisters? Love the intro music. <laughs> I pop a lock every time I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's been a while, I know, but I listen every week and I haven't missed a podcast yet. Okay, cool. I think the last time I wrote was during Game of Thrones and Little T was still on T-Block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now he's getting bubble wrapped and shipped off like a little bobblehead. <laughs> Oh, Marcus. Oh, hey, you ought to see Sister K face. She is not laughing. I don't like y'all talking about, about her terrier. <laughs> but let me keep this at an appropriate length for Sister J. <sighs> yes, please. Number one, I love how Carol threatened that nosy ass kid. Mm-hmm. These children are always in grown folks' business. <laughs> he could have got shot. <laughs> That's the truth, though. Number two. The scene where Tyrese was dying and he heard the British-sounding guy warning people on the radio about a dangerous group on a rampage on the East Coast. Was that real or hallucination? And was that voice Aaron's? See, I thought it was real. See, I thought it was real. But then someone wrote in and said that it was him hallucinating but from see, the old I didn't take it like it was story. a hallucination. I took it like it was a real story. Real story. And I was like, who the hell on the radio? What they broadcast and where it from, you know? Uh, number three, Rick, you ain't got a, <laughs> Rick, you ain't got a strong arm, the pussy shaking my head. Oh Lord, have mercy. Okay, that was medium to long ass, but hey, <laughs> I don't get to write in that often, so let a brother slide. Love you, sisters. P.S. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I can't wait. Hold on. <laughs> Thank you, it. Marcus. Thank you, Marcus, for that email. <laughs> yeah, I Hold can't on. wait. Hold on. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for sending your feedback. We love it. And, and be for patient me, with us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Technology sometimes is a yep, I mean, shit. It's just a machine. It's just a machine. Mm-hmm. So for your next, for the next time, if you would like to get your feedback in, you can send it to sisterspeak at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 972-755-1215. Or you can actually email us your audio file directly from most smartphones. We'll let you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we are on Twitter. I am at underscore sister K. Uh, and sister J is at underscore sister J. And we are at under, uh, excuse me, at Sisterspeakcast also. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, And that's where we tell you when we have new episodes or just want to chit chat. Yep. And uh, we're also on Google Plus, which is Google Plus com slash podcast. And um, I think that's it. That's all the particulars. Did you keep our voice line? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. I did. Wasn't paying attention. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that is it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time.